0: Everyone, welcome to the End the Stigma podcast with me, Paul Gargam from Pack Mentality, Jay Wheeler from Don't Walk in Silence, and he's also a mental health professional. And we've got a very special guest on today. It is the one and only Martin Bone. He's a very, very dear friend of mine, and he's making major waves in this city and changing people's
1: lives. So, thank you for joining us, Martin. Is that with Paul? you like it's Jay. It's right. right. How are we, brother? I'm good, you know. Good, yeah, good. I was a little bit tired before <laughs> It's Friday afternoon, and uh, it's been a big week for me. Got a big weekend ahead, and um, I think I was—I've been sitting in the sun for a couple of hours, and I actually like having a couple of beers on a Friday, you know, just sort yeah. of end of the week. So um, I felt a bit sleepy, uh, you know, about half an hour ago, but I—I uh, feel—I feel fresh, feel ready to go. Looking yeah. forward to the podcast, you know. It's right, brother. And, uh, right. I know this is the first one for you, so. Yeah, yeah, good luck. <laughs> thank you. Nice <laughs> like
0: on mate. But honestly, mate, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you. For so no one had that on boss. me first. Nice okay, problem. boss. Um, so we'll have a little check in, Jay, as well with you. What's been happening, mate? Um, obviously, on Tuesday, we were down
2: um, at Sunset Meditation, weren't we? Yeah. Um, got up and spoke and told people about my journey in that day, yeah. um, mm. which was pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Um, and then obviously... Just obviously doing with the work with the Don't Walk in Silence, doing one to ones with people and yeah. helping people who are struggling with addiction and the mental mm-hmm. health and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. so you yeah.
0: an experienced mental health professional? Yeah, you, fourth, well,
2: yeah, 13, 14 years, mate. Yeah. yeah. Fortunately or unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> um, right in there.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So, Martin, let's get right in there with you, brother. Okay, let's do it. I mean, we all know you're as the Scouse Guru, you know what I mean? The Meditation <laughs> Master, the Scouse Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I love to get that one in, mate. Um, But seriously, like, no one knows your journey. So I'd just love to dive in there to, like, your earlier years, if you like. And and let's just see where it goes from there. Let's flow with it,
1: brother. Okay. So early years, I suppose, if I take this back to, like, back to childhood, really. Um, I'm one of of, of two. I've got a brother, you know, my brother Jordan. And I'm the eldest. And um, I was actually born on County Road. Um, My mum and dad are both from the north And so I was born on County Road And um lived there only for a couple of years I was only there for a couple of years And my dad ended up uh, Well my mum actually found in um, in the paper uh, An advertisement for some land In Bowering Park in the south And my dad was a joiner at the time So um they went and viewed the land, they got the land, it was two plots. Um, and my dad actually built our house, you know, him and a couple of friends, we, you know, we built a house in Keswick Way in Bowering Park in L16. Um, So we moved there and that was sort of where I started to remember, you know, when I look back, that was, that's was been my home, that was, that's was yeah. been the family home. Um, And I was there for I was there for about 28 years. I didn't move out of there. In fact, I was there for 30 years. I didn't move out of there till I was about 32. My circumstances changed over a period of time. But I was very blessed, you know, to have been brought up in a loving household. You know, yeah. my mum and dad were happily married. Um, I went to a really wonderful school around the corner called St. Pascal Bailon, a um, Catholic school. Um and even the area of Barham Park, you know, there was a lot of people around that area, a lot of a lot of good people, a lot of a lot of a lot of children as well. You know, I was always playing out, you know what I mean? We was hardly ever in. Um, you know, we I was always playing out on the streets, you know, with kids of similar age and, and kid kids that were older than me as well. Yeah. I was always hanging around with kids older than me. Um And so I had a very, very happy childhood, you know, when I look back. Um oh, Pascal Balon was a beautiful school. And um but it was it was run by a headmaster who was to be for me, he was ahead of his time, Mr. Yeah. Semple. His name was Colin Semple. And um he was um he was a pioneer, this fella, but he was a disciplinarian, you know what I mean? He was a solid yeah. man. And um and I, a lot of people were frightened of him to be fair. But he just had um he, he just had a, a a solid work ethic and um and he, he, he there was definitely an, an old school vibration you know that he brought into the school and that ran down through the through the teachers and I think I was blessed to you know I can remember almost every year that I was in in Pasco Baylon and I remember all the teachers well and I remember all the children that I went to school with it was a very sporty school as well it was yeah. very good at football and um you know I was i was I was blessed to you know play for the football team there and there was a lot of athletics as well. And um, and I also got into tennis, you know, yeah. the, you know, not th- actually through one of the teachers in in, in the school, and um, Mister Mister O'Keefe, Tim O'Keefe, which is a, he was another lovely teacher and someone who inspired me over a period of time. And so childhood for me was great. I had a great school, great upbringing, and um, and yeah, just was always out. You know what I mean yeah. on the streets. Riding bikes, playing on computer games. You know, back then it was like, you know, it was the it was the Nintendo, you know what I mean? Yeah, the Super yeah. Nintendo, the Sega Mega Drive. Um and and for many years it was just a very very happy childhood. Yeah, you know you'd still, you you get in, you know you you get up to all kinds. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I think for me, you know, I, I was always seeking a bit of danger. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I always like, you know, you'd always be egging windsos or you know you'd <laughs> as be looking, yeah, you know, you'd be <laughs> looking for did. a fight. Yeah, <laughs> you know, looking for a you fight. Still do. <laughs> um, here and you know or just looking for a legger. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Or messing around on the golf course, or setting fires. You know what I mean? Yeah. And smoking ciggies and you know and, and then you know you were getting into like kissing girls and all that you know what i mean and i was always hanging around with people a little bit older than me so you know i was probably 8 or 9 and 10 but i was hanging around with the 13 14 year fourteen-year-olds. you know what i mean yeah. so but i felt very comfortable in that environment you know what i mean felt like I, I could hold my own and um and i wasn't i was never i was always up for i was i was always up for stuff you know what i mean i was always I a bit of a yeah you know let's try this i, I was definitely up well, for just having fun um and then fast forward, I, um, I went to SFX. Yeah. You know, so it was an all-boys school. And again, it was, um, it, was, it was a great period of time in my life. You know, I, um, I, I, I quickly made a lot of beautiful friends and lads I'm still friends with today. Yeah, so what was that
0: like for you then, being in an all-boys school? It, you
1: know what? I, I loved it. You know yeah, what I mean? A lot of
0: competition and things like yeah, that. Yeah, or... I mean,
1: you know what? Like, obviously, I think, you know, I, I remember... It was initiating straight away because, you know, you've gone from this sort of primary school, which was, you know, it was it was soft and it was nice and it was pretty magical, you know what I mean? And yeah. then all of a sudden you turn 11, 12, you know what I mean, 10, 11, 12, and then, you know, you're in this secondary school and, you know, the, the, the school was actually split up at the time. So, you know, you had first and second year on, on the five ways and then yeah. you had, you know, year three, four and five and year six and they were up in Walton and, and, and it was called Highley at the time. And you'd only ever get up to Highley, like, you know, we'd have like a, a Monday afternoon, like it was a full afternoon after after dinner. We'd all get up on, on, on the buses and, and you'd go up to Highley and you were, for me, you were it was felt you were just around men. Yeah. You know what I mean? Lads who were like, you know, 15, 16. And, Which we loved that though, don't absolutely, we? Absolutely, I
0: found I'm happiest when I'm around all the boys, you know yeah, what I mean? You're having a great time, aren't you? It was. And
1: I, I, it was great because I'd met a lot of, you know, it was it was an opportunity to meet a lot of different lads, do you know what I yeah. mean? And they were all from all over Liverpool, you know, Aylwoods, Wavertree, you know, Smith Down Roads, Chillwall. And so, you, your circle of my circle of friends expanded. And certainly, being in, in an all-boys school and, and a secondary one at that, I mean, I wasn't really interested in girls at the time, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think I was interested in just having a laugh, yeah, you know what I mean, having fun. You know, and and I was certainly uh, the clown, you know, in, in school. I was I was in one of the top grades, but I just I think everyone just wanted to have a buzz, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was sporty, yeah. everyone was taking the piss out of each other. But I remember very early on, like I um, you know, we there was a there was like a it was like a fight in the Blackwoods. Yeah. And I remember watching these two lads and they they were clearly in sixth form. And it was just, like, nothing I'd ever seen before. And it was initiating for me. It was incredibly scary. Yeah. Because a lot I watched two lads fuck, take, you know, batter fuck out of each other, do you <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And I was, like, 11. Yeah. And, you know, you're watching two 15-, 16-year-olds who could bash, and you're like, oh, and there's blood everywhere, yeah, and you're like, yeah. bloody hell. So it was initiating at the time, yeah. and almost like, it was like, right, you've got to step up a little bit, do you know what yeah, I mean? You know, you're yeah. in with the big boys here. Yeah. Um, but... SFX again a great school. I loved school to be honest. Yeah. You know what I mean. I loved going. I loved I loved the buzz. I, and and I think congruence to going to school. You know, my home life was was boss You know what I mean. I I played a lot of tennis at the time. I really got into a lot of tennis. So you know, I I come home from SFX. Um, I mean, Mum would take me up to Waversley Tennis Centre, and so I was, and, and I was around men age. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, at the time, tennis in Liverpool was huge. It was massive. Yeah. And there was um, there was a, a tennis program, uh, Liverpool tennis program in in, uh, in the tennis centre itself, run by a guy called Dave Sims, and he's still going now. And um, there was a lot of there was a lot of male influences, tennis coaches. You know there was you know probably um, a dozen dozen good male tennis coaches, yeah. a couple of females as well. So I was either obviously in school, there'd be a couple of nights when you know after school I'd just be playing out. You know yeah. what I mean? Out on the bike, feeling into life, into nature a lot. You know what I mean? And 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 if, we, if it was the winter, you'd be in playing computer yeah. games and then you'd have the tennis. So for many years, it was just a good upbringing and I was very fortunate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Didn't really get into trouble that much um, you know I had a few sort of near misses and you know you'd have a few fights here and there
0: yeah so you've had a few scraps and scares. a few scraps yeah. and, you know, yeah. they, they,
1: they, you know they, they suck, but not an heavy do you know yeah. what I mean and I never brought any trouble to the door yeah. you know it was what I mean part
2: of growing up it? it
1: was part of growing yeah, up yeah. and you know I, I think um, m- my dad also lived he, sorry he worked locally worked for a, a company called Angling Windows and they were based up on the five ways so I was always sort of hanging about round there as well so I was always hanging around with people older than me you know I and mean? a, yeah, a lot of it, men. Yeah, a lot of the men. A lot of men. Them, a lot of them. You know, there was a few women, especially in my dad's office. There was some girls in there, some women, and um, and I just, I, I was always just hanging out with people older than me, so I was just getting on to things quick. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Um, and then you know, fast forwards, I come out of school. I, I turned sixteen, and I started working for me dad. In Angling Windows, I was doing it. Um, I was sort of doing telesales. Yeah. So all of a sudden, you know, you're ringing people up and you're trying to sell windows. you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. I was 16, so I did that for about 18 months, and then within that period of time, you know, I started going 051. Then, you know what I mean. So you were in town, yeah. And it was and it was a Saturday night, and you were with you were with your mates. And um and that was like that it was all about the 05, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it was like yeah. and I went to Knowsley Community College, you know what I mean? Um I did a B Tech and Sports Science there. So then that was a whole new journey, you know. Um, and I got a job in Marks and Spencer's. They give me and, um there was like a, they, they used to have like internship sort of thing where they they'd do like a six-month um contracts, you know what I mean, yeah. and they pay you in cash and all that. So yeah, yeah. it was great for me because I'd work like I'd work all day Friday because I was off college. I'd work all day Saturday. I'd literally go home, get changed on the bus. I'd go back into town. I'd go to 05, want to party all night. Get out and go to Sunrise, get home, take a shower. And i go back to Mark's and yeah, yeah. do a shift on a Sunday Used yeah. to pay double time at yeah. the time. And I was like 16, 17.
0: At, at this point then, so you've done your teenage years, you've looked up to a lot of men. Yeah. You know what I mean? You've been hanging, hanging about with a lot of men, yeah. a couple of women and stuff like that. So what were your male role models? Throughout your teens and then getting 16, 17, you know, towards the yeah. end of your teens, if you like.
1: So I think, like, I mean, my dad was always a male role model for me, you yeah. know what I mean? He, you know, my dad's... A, he, he, I've been raised by good people. Yeah. My dad's is a solid fella. Um, you know, he worked a lot. He demonstrated discipline, consistency, persistence, positivity. Um, Always had a very good mental attitude. Um, So he was certainly, uh, you know, and, and he got that, obviously, from my granddad. Yeah. You know, his father, you know, same attitudes... Um, just solid old school, and that that work ethic has been passed down to me, brother and I. You yeah. know, and, and we 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 certainly adopt um th- that that sort of high level of of conduct on a daily basis with it. You know, with all of our you know, it's not just with our professionals. I I was very fortunate because again, you know, in the tennis arena there was there was there was there was, there was men. You know what I mean? And yeah. they were they were they the they were they were they were solid, you yeah. know what I mean? Good fellas, proper scousers, you know, and, and there was a lot of travel as well. You know, I got to I got to travel. I mean, when I was eighteen, I got the opportunity to go and live in Texas for, for three months. Um and so that was initiating and you know, you were you were around older tennis men there, yeah. you know, tennis coaches. So I have to give thanks to the tennis world, you know, for for really showing me the way and, yeah. and 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 almost holding me hand through through developing from being a boy, you know, going through my teenage years and then sort of stepping into manhood, especially when I went to Texas. Yeah. That was, you know, I'd been partying in the 05 for a couple of years from like 16 to 18. And you know, as you do, it was just sort of living for the Saturday nights. And yeah. I think the people at Army, the lads at Army, they they were they were my they were my heroes, you know what I mean? The lads from school and and we were a family. Yeah. But then, you know, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was thinking do I go to university. I actually didn't know what I wanted to do. And I think the obvious one was to maybe step into the tennis arena. Yeah. I've been playing tennis since I was about five, so I was I was very familiar, you know, with the sports. You know, I've hit mil- I have did millions of tennis balls even by the time I got to 18. Yeah. And then going to Texas, it was initiating. You know what I mean? Because it was the first time away from home. Yeah. So, you know, I spent three months away from home. I was with a dear friend of mine called Paul Freeman. And we were, we were you know, we were given a massive responsibility. You know what I mean? We were teaching, you know, like um, like world-class juniors, you know. Yeah. Um, but then on a the weekend, we had to hold space for adults. Yeah. So, you know, I'm an 18-year-old lad and I'm teaching, like, and it was all women as well, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you'd have all these women coming from all over America and we'd have to like, you know, you'd have to entertain them, you know yeah. what I mean? So I just stepped into like being able to entertain people, yeah. being able to connect to people. Um, So I think with the roles and responsibilities that I was given, especially in Texas, allowed me to like initiate to step up on. And when I came back, I actually felt like a man I felt like I'd changed, I'd yeah.
0: shifted. So you've been initiated. I've been initiated. You've had good male role models That's growing right. up, haven't you? The yeah. importance, yeah. like we we know and we all know in this room, is the importance of initiation for men, yeah, and the importance of having the right role models, which is something we probably don't have a lot of. Yeah, sometimes Understood.
1: I had a beautiful friend of mine. His name was Kenny Norton. Yeah, and um, again, you know, he, he he was always he always had me back. Do you know yeah. what I mean? He see me potential from very early on. I, you know, I was a good tennis player. And um, and and he he always took me under his wing, and um, and I, you know I haven't seen him for many years, but I, I I I love him and I always thank him, you know, sort of energetically. Because, and when I came back from Texas, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. And Kenny Norton was working in David Lloyd at the time, and I was um I'd spent a little bit of time like um in a tennis shop. Um, I was like we stringing tennis rackets and stuff you know what I mean I was playing a bit of tennis and I was sort of going out into town But and, and I'd met I'd met my girlfriend at the time Rhian and then we went on a 10 year journey but I uh, I was just given the opportunity to go to David Lloyd and, and work and Kenny was like come and have a go come and do three yeah. months he said just you how you get on you know what I mean I was there for 10 years Yeah, you know what I mean and, and that was um that was, a, and then another level up because I'd, I'd stepped into, like, into a professional arena then. Yeah. You know, David Lloyd, you know, you're rubbing shoulders with professional people. Yeah. You know, and and very quickly, I was probably within six months, I was the busiest tennis coach in there, do you know what I mean? And I was working six days a week. I was on the tennis court 40, hour, you know, for 40 hours a week. Um, You know, a, a lot of the lads were sort of going to uni and feeling into their life. And all of a sudden, I was I was I was in a full-time job earning great money as well. Yeah. Um, and then I was, I was then rubbing shoulders with like, like, you know, pathologists, doctors, property developers, yeah. you know, and, and um, you know, like, but, but also like, the, the thing with the David Lewis sense it is you know, you, you get a full range of men in there, do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. You, you know, you, you get your sort of, you, your gangster, but you'd also get your judge, do you know what I mean? And everyone's yeah. rubbing shoulders, everyone's in the sauna and they all know each other, do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, and it, that was a great container for me. For, for for me to grow up you know what I mean it was a great container because it allowed me to do what I love to do I, I loved teaching tennis I loved people um and, I, and I, I thrived in that job I was very good at it and I was I was connecting love connecting to people and I was very fortunate you know it was um th- like the diary was full the money was flowing um I, I was going on a lovely journey with a with a with a girl called Rihanna Sunderland, who's now married with two children. Um and yeah, it was um it was just a ten year journey and, and and within that sort of dynamic, I was just I was just learning about myself, you know what I mean. I think I was inspired to be excellent on the tennis court, but I wanted to I sort of was trying to take them attitudes and adopt them in life you know yeah. what i mean what does it mean to be excellence in the arena of life not just yeah. in the sport arena um and probably for about 10 years i just uh, my initiation was not just in david lloyd but it was on the dance floor really yeah i was i was a party man you know what i mean yeah,
0: that's what i was gonna to come to then sort of thing mate so you late teens your early 20s and, you know you're saying you're 10 years with your partner at the yeah. time like, what What stuff was you getting up to in terms of the party lifestyle? What, yeah. what things were you doing? So, was you getting involved in any fights, anything like that? Um, did
2: you know anyone that sort of might have sent you on the wrong path at times? Do you know
1: what? I was, like, we had a good circle of lads, do you know what I mean? All really good lads and everyone wanted to see, everyone wanted to see each other do well. Um... You know, we we started going abroad. You know what I mean. So it was it was the typical Ibiza. You know, we went to Magaluf first, and then it was the typical like Ibiza. I and mean, then we went back to Ibiza every year for yeah. <laughs> about ten years. You know what I mean. <laughs> and then you know, obviously there was Vegas and 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 there was Glastonbury. You know, we went to Glastonbury every yeah. year. And and um, and you know what came with that was like obviously with, with the drink came the drugs. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. and it wasn't you know what it was just it was cocaine. You know what I mean? It was ecstasy. Um, and they were, they were the sort of two picks, you know what I mean? I mean, nowadays, there's all kinds, you know what I mean? But yeah. back then, that was sort of all that was available. Yeah. And so w- you go out, you, you're partying, you're clubbing, you know, you, you're having a few lines, you, you know, you're popping an ecstasy pill, um and you're loving life, to be honest, you know what I mean? You know, you've got a pocket full of cash. Yeah. You know, you're having a buzz with the lads. Yeah. And we were lovers. We weren't fighters, you know what I mean? Like, we... we we, we just, we sort of kept ourselves to ourselves and we just loved a good party, you know what I mean? And that was my life for 10 years. Yeah. You know, it was, it really was. I was still, obviously, with Rhian and we got to enjoy and thrive in, in a wonderful relationship and we yeah. got to, you know, go on our own on our own holidays and stuff like that. But then I got to like 27 and I was, I was, I mean, you know, through through that time, I I, I was always wanting to take risks, you know what I mean? So yeah. I was... I was doing things off the tennis court, you know what I mean, to earn money. Yeah, and some of that was illegal, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, you know, I sort of bit of a jack, jack of the lads, you know what I mean. Yeah, and, you yeah. know, selling plasma TVs for a while, <laughs> you know what I mean. And then you know, it was running. We, we set up like a booze company with my dad, so we used to do like out of hours booze, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. We used to do stuff like that, um, and and you know, I, I did a few other things, you know what I mean. Um, that I that I got into, and it. That actually got a bit heavy, yeah. you know. I sort of, and and it was a path that I didn't want to go down, and I sort of got swallowed up in it for a bit, and because you just get sort of attracted to the money, you yeah. know what I mean? You yeah. get attracted to the lifestyle. And um, and I sort of went with that, but I always knew it was pulling on my morality. You know what I mean? Yeah. It you knew
0: you weren't doing the right thing, but I you knew. were just getting pulled. That's
1: right. Yeah. I mean, you you know, going through your twenties, you know, you you are trying to work out who you are. You know what I mean? And yeah. I was, you know, you, you get attached to self-image, and I think there's a there's a natural, like, I mean, for me anyway, there's there's a natural competitive edge. You know what I mean? So you especially com-
0: in this city, mate. Absolutely. You know, in this city, it is an amazing city. Yeah. But it's also got the darker side. Absolutely. You know, we, we're competing against each other as men. Everyone's just sizing each
1: other people up. People
0: selling drugs. Yeah. You walk down the road, you're snarling. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like mean? keeping yeah. up with the Joneses,
1: isn't it? That's yeah.
0: it. You know, people are spending That's all kinds of money on T-shirts. You know, and. It's,
1: don't get me wrong. You know, we, it was it was great at the time. We yeah. were in it. You know what yeah. I mean? You know, we were earning money. You know, like, we weren't, weren't like, hurting anyone. You know what I mean? We are just keeping ourselves to ourselves. Yeah. Everyone had jobs, you know what I mean? But, you know, maybe dipping your toe into a few things which were illegal, bringing that extra cash in. Um, and then and then just partying, but you know through your twenties you're trying to work it all out. I was anyway. You yeah, know what I mean? I, I was trying to. I wanted to know who I was do know what what it was all about, and I sort of got swept up in it. You know, you're in town, you're on the guest list for you know for you know for Garland's for Kings, and you know you are high five and everyone you're fucking <laughs> you're the man you yeah, the boy, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And you're loving life. Yeah, you know you're in the Mosquito, and and I think a few of the lads who, who I was hanging around and floating around, with, they had older brothers, you know what I mean? Who were like you know well respected lads as yeah. well, you know what I mean? So you know you're floating with with men then, yeah. you know what I mean? Men who who were well respected in Liverpool and, yeah. and, and and some dangerous men. At that, yeah. So you know, you, you you naturally go getting stroked a little bit. You yeah. know what I mean, and um, you know, we got to like 26 27 and uh, I I was burnt I was burnt out, I was I, I couldn't hit another tennis ball. I did millions of tennis balls, and I've been on the tennis court for many years, and I've been coaching for ten years. And me, I couldn't walk properly. My hip was in dire straits. I was, I was, I was in a bad way. Yeah. And um, I think like the party, and, you know, there was a sell-by date to that. You know what I mean? And and I was. So I was does
0: the injury have anything to do with the party? And, do you think stomping on the floor? Is like, oh, <laughs> mate, probably <laughs> fucking both, You just know just go what I mean? Stomp. Yeah,
1: stomping <laughs> on the tennis court through the week, stomping on the dance floor of the weekend. You know what I mean? I remember um you know when I used to I love I I, I like training and I still train a lot but I, yeah. I I used to push it really hard and I remember this one time I was I was 27 and it was after a night out and um I ended up um I I, put, I went to Fazakli hospital mm-hmm. I didn't feel right and um and it, 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 I remember they, they wired me up to all like DCG and all yeah. that, you know what I mean and I just felt like my heart was going to explode and it daft obviously we would had it every night you know what I mean and the doctor was like, he, he, there was all fluid around my heart. And it, and he just, he, you know, he asked about my lifestyle and he just, he just said, you're heading for a heart attack. You know what I mean? You know, I was training like a madman. I was working like a madman and I was partying like a madman. Yeah. I was just burning a candle everywhere. The recipe for disaster. It was. It you a ticking time and, bomb at that point. And, but it was a blessing. Yeah. Because I've always, you know, I was brought up well and I've always listened to my own reason. You know what I mean? I've always been, I've always had that sense of intuition and wisdom. Yeah. And I just remember saying this, this, I'm done here. You know what I mean? I'm done. And I was done with the illegal activity as well. You know what I mean? And I was done with the tennis balls. So I wanted a new life. You know what I mean? I wanted to, I was exploring. I really yeah. wanted to. And there was, there was something pulling me away from all of that. Um, a friend of mine went to jail. In fact, a couple, of, a couple of friends of mine went to jail. And I remember being in the in the court the day he went to jail. Uh, and he got sentenced in the Crown Court. And I just walked out and thought, what am I doing here? This ain't me, you know yeah, what I mean. Like yeah. I am I'm, I'm 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 not jailbait and I thought I'm and I'm not fucking I'm a good lad here, do you yeah. know what I mean? And, and and I and I knew I had more. I knew I had something I was destined for something great, you know what I mean? Yeah. I knew I had something to offer the world and I just had to dig in and, and find out what that was and then I took time out then. I uh, I was turning twenty eight and I decided to go to Thailand and on the first of January two thousand and twelve I went to Thailand and I went yeah. on my own. I was with a couple of friends for the first couple of weeks.
0: You just made that decision. I just I'm went. Gone.
1: Yeah, I just needed space. Yeah. I, I felt like the soul needed to rest. Yeah. And I felt like I needed space to contemplate. I wanted to step out of the the, the label. I was sort of labelled as Mark Bowen, the tennis coach, you know what I mean, or the party boy. And I, I didn't want to be sort of defined by that anymore, yeah. you know what I mean? Um I wanted, to, I wanted to create something new. I wanted to try something new. And I, I was doing a lot of yoga at the time. You know, I was going to yoga nation in 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 County Road, yeah. Um, and I was going with my dad and a friend of mine, Simon Langton. Um, and I really started to, that was my new buzz. I was getting a high in the yoga class that I was getting on the dance floor un, yeah. under the influence of ecstasy. Yeah. So I was like, "There's something in this." Yeah. You know what I mean? And this, this that was like back in 2010. So fast forward to 2012. I've gone to Thailand, and I just, I just. I went from doing to being. Yeah. I just stopped doing. I, st- I I I wasn't governed by time. I had no one to please. I had nowhere to go. I had no responsibility, and and that's where really the all, all the magic happened for me. I was just able to stop. And, so and, how was
0: your earning money then? Well, I
1: would I'd, I'd and... save some money at the time. Okay. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. there was definitely a few, you know a few quid saved. Yeah. So it was all right. That's you know I took the I took the leap to step away from David Lloyd. Yeah. And you know that was a great job. That was a £30 an hour job, do you know what I mean? Mm. And, you know, doing 30, 40 hours a week, you know, you do the numbers and it was cash.
2: Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? And But I, I didn't want to be defined by the money either, you know what I mean? And I didn't want to just be, uh, I didn't want to be a slave to it. Mm. And uh, and I I I did have a very healthy relationship with money for many years. And so, um, I'd had a few quid saved, you know, um, and then I went. And, um, and it was great. Probably one of the best decisions I ever made. Yeah. And it was just three months of of just um, non doing, relaxation, contemplation, was reviewing my life. And I read my first book. Never read the book until then. I read I read two books on that journey. I actually read three. There was a passage to Africa, I think, by a guy called George Alagaya, uh, and that was that. That just humbled me about the yeah. genocide in Africa. Yeah. You know, many years ago, and uh, I remember just crying many times reading that book mm. and it brought a lot of humility to my experience and i started to realize maybe how fucking difficult the world is yeah and maybe how can i make a difference so i remember that book and that was a great book for me i read the book called bounce and that was about human behavior and personal development and uh, the power of purposeful practice and um that was that was an eye-opener for me and i'd been obviously in the sport arena for 10 years so uh, that, it was very much linked to a book called Outliers. Yeah. And I read another book called The Way of the Spiritual Warrior, uh, The Way of the Spiritual Warrior by a guy called Dan Millman. And um, a bit like The Alchemist, that one, you know what I mean? Yeah. About spirituality and, mm-hmm. and consciousness and stuff like that. Yeah. There's a lot of sort of hidden gems. Yeah, um, And I just had this urge to sit still. I ended up in a monastery with these monks. I, I did about 10 days and... Um, and then, you know, you're there and it's very simple living. You know what I mean? You're dressed in white. There's not much stimulation. Um, You know, you're you just meditate most days. A lot of walking meditation, a lot of simple food. Um, And there was so much divinity in that. That was I, I just started to feel like contentment and wealth yeah. and divinity. And, it, and I wasn't doing anything. Yeah. And I obviously listened to the discourses, you know, by the monks at the time. And I was just like, wow, I know. It was like what they were saying, I knew. Yeah, I yeah. knew inside me, it was like this natural wisdom. I thought, yeah, yeah. fucking hell, I know this. Yeah. This is mega dish, you know what I mean? And um I come out of there, and that again, that was like another initiation. You know what I mean? It was initiating. That's big, don't mean It was massive. That's big. Yeah, that's you know what I I, I I remember like sitting there, just almost, you know, you're contemplating your life, no, how'd you get here? It was like, you know, the, the temple was called What You Mong, actually. And um, and it was it was in like it, it was it was it was in Chiang Mai, it was in it was in like the forest in Chiang Mai. Yeah. I remember just sitting there, going like, "Wow, how, how'd you get here? You know what I mean? How and, did
2: you go up? Did you have to approach them? Once,
1: did you?" Yeah, matter? I or? actually, I was, I was staying in the old town in Chiang Mai, and um, I, uh, I was asking one of the, uh, the, the I, I remember asking the maid uh, who owned, who owned the little ha- the, who, who owned the little bedsit at the time, and she recommended this one, and so I remember going out there one day in a little tuk tuk, about twenty minutes, half an hour, and I got there and I said, "What's the situation?" She said, Any- "Anyone, anyone can come. You can stay as long as you like." And you make a donation at the end, I said, "Sam, I'll be back tomorrow." So that was it then. And he took me in, and like the room was like it was a prison cell, basically. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the, there was no mattress; it was just basically a, a duvet and a pillow.
2: Yeah.
1: Showers were cold, so that was my first experience of like cold showers. Cold, you know yeah, what I mean? Cold water, kind of um, I remember being. I remember my first morning. You know, the bell goes off at 4 a.m. And I'm in this fucking cold shower <laughs> in the middle of Chiang Mai. You know what I mean? It's like a prison cell. And I just thought, what am I fucking doing? Here? You know what I mean. <laughs> and then, like, but I just thought, no, come on, you know, you're here. Go with it. Let's embrace this. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, you, you I, I felt like I, I needed to be there, and I felt like I wanted to be there. You know, yeah. so I did this journey for ten days, and I came, I came out of it, and I, I just, I just felt difference. Felt difference again. You know, I was peeling back the layers, and I started to understand who I was, and and really maybe what what I wanted to do in my mm-hmm. life. And uh, not long after I came back, came back to Liverpool, and I was still with my partner at the time, Ryan, and we, you know, we we were potentially going to go to Australia, little uh, in the January 2013, and then in that time I was running a boot camp in uh, in in Shefton Park with my mates, and it was a seasonal boot camp, and it was it was a great period of my life, and um, you know, we were doing all the strongman like years ago. It was like yeah. before, like it really kicked kicked off yeah. in Liverpool. You know, we had all the tires, the prowlers, the sleds, and all that uh fair place to me mate he was he was just ahead of his time you know yeah and um and then we um i was i was really like having i was having a lovely summer and it was it was i remember the summer it was boiling hot and we were we were then offered the opportunity to open planet yoga um I, I mean, how did that come about well, then,
0: mate? Was, was, you, was you looking for it we weren't looking it just, for it. It, it we were
1: practicing yoga in yoga yeah. nation mm-hmm. I'd come back from Thailand and I was working with Simon um, and we were doing the um, we were doing the boot camps and I just wasn't sure I, didn't, I knew we weren't going back to the tennis but I knew I wanted to explore something yeah. I didn't know what it was and Simon was actually personal training in the studio where we've got Planet Yoga now on Down Road off Langdale he was a personal trainer at the time in one on one of the floors there and the um one of the whole floors it just came available it was a beauty salon and it came available and the landlord actually said to Simon he said why don't you do a hot hot yoga studio and me and my dad obviously we were inspired because we were doing practicing a lot of hot yoga probably two or three times a week and I remember going home and just said I said listen there's an opportunity here I said maybe a hot yoga studio, South Liverpool. we done, we'd already, we knew there was nothing around there. Yeah. So we checked it out and it was, at the time, like me and my dad, you know, we were running, we were doing the booze runs, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and we were actually up to a few other things, you know what I mean, which you won't say, oh, you know, on the camera. <laughs> and, um, you know, and and I had a lot of fun with all that and we had, we had a lot of fun, my dad and I, and it, it actually really brought us together, yeah. you know what I mean? And, um, and so we were we were we were actually up for like making a bit of money and we were yeah. up for doing something different and trying something new. So this landed on our lap. But the funny thing was about eighteen months before, my dad actually registered the name Planet Yoga Liverpool, and he left it dormant until, until not of it. So we almost manifested it. Yeah. And um, and so we we sort of checked out the space. We um we, we 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 went all in with it. You know we had some money, and we set up Planet Yoga. Um, and then it was a six month journey of setting the studio up getting all the stu- getting all the teachers ready getting the timetable set up feeling into like getting ready to own, own a business run yeah. a business be the caretaker yeah. um, and then we uh, we signed a five year lease on the 2nd of November 2012 and then we opened our doors up in the January 2013 and then you know the rest is history really yeah. we've been shocker ever since you know what yeah. I mean so then that gave me the opportunity to hold space then and to understand what it means to um to make what it means to be a caretaker you know to to open up a space to be consistent you know we were running classes seven days a week yeah so you had to show up you had to make sure the studio was tidy. you had to make sure teachers were on time you know we had to make sure like um we we were honoring students like it was a full-on journey yeah and um and that was me then for a number of years and I was, so I was but, but within that dynamic I started to do a lot of yoga so I was doing three hours a day yeah I was doing three hours a day I did three hours a day for about two years it was intense yeah so being on the mat was a mirror then for me to look at myself you can't get away from yourself yeah and then, then what came with that was uh, you know naturally the meditation journey um, you know I started to do some personal practice I was feeling into a lot of different modalities at the time and then um, and then you know you know, running a yoga studio, you get all wonderful and funky people coming to the studio. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you get, so there was not just like yoga teachers who were open-minded and open-hearted and want to talk about, talk about life and esoteric concepts and spirituality. But, you know, we were getting like people like walking through the door, astrologers, you know, yeah. shamans, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, like people from all walks of life. and um, You know, you get mediums. And, and so I was very much then in this world, almost like a spiritual sweet shop, Diving into yeah. all kinds. So then I just went on this journey of like diving in and I went in head first. Yeah. So, you know, that was a lot of a lot of meditation. I started to do a lot of 10 day silent retreats. What was
0: that like for you then during that process, Martin? As you like your sort of awakening if you like, to, yeah. to yourself. It, it how, how was your experience?
1: It it was it was difficult. Yeah. Because you you you're exposing yourself. And you're getting to examine parts of the, of your character that you haven't seen. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you you're seeing the unseen, basically. Yeah. And um, but I, I was being, I, I was drawn to, I was seeking. I wanted to know God. I wanted to know what you know. I was reading a lot of spiritual books then at the time, so I was reading it in the books, and I was and I was, I was ta- and I was getting direct experience of it. Um, and it was thick and fast, Paul, for for many years. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like. I didn't realize, you know. It was only many years later when I came out. It, I think, wow, you've you've been in there, and you've been to, you've been heavy in it for a yeah. number of years. Because
0: it's not all it's not all like sunshine and rainbows, mate, which we spoke not. about before. You know, yeah. and unicorns, and you know, it's all great, and you know, yeah, it's very rarely that people get that change. Well, people isn't put it? a that, spiritual mask on, you know exactly. what I mean, and
1: think, you know, and and and, and then maybe you know, try to live that life and, and it's like, oh, I'm meditating on the third eye and I'm doing visualization and then the law of attraction and, and that's all great. Yeah. And then there's all this positivity and you know what I mean. But really when you when you when you're actually sitting still with yourself, that was the big one for me. Like doing yoga each day was, was, was an was an incredible container because I was getting in the body yeah. and I was getting out the head. But but sitting still, you know, my first ten days silent retreat, sitting still you sit you you sitting sit still for an hour. I was doing 10 hours a day for 10 days, do you know what I mean? And then I've yeah. done seven of them.
0: And I was hard enough, you know, mate. You know, well,
1: yeah. yeah. You know, and, and and in them moments, like, you're getting so much coming to you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. You're having to sit with your stuff. Is, there, you know,
0: is there, Sorry, mate. Is there a specific point in your journey? So from, like, 2012, 13, is there a point that you could have said that was the point yeah. that I went? That bang. was it. Yeah.
1: 2013. Yeah. I was in, I'd, I'd just opened up Planet Yoga. Yeah. I was, I, I just broke up with Ryan Yeah. That was a massive, you know, we'd been together 10 years. And to let someone go that you've been, that you've known for 15 years was was heartbreaking. So the heartbreaking, the heartache for me was, was intense. And I'd never felt that before. So the heartache was definitely a, a catalyst. I'd met someone else very quickly, which I didn't, you know, which wasn't planned, a girl who walked into the studio. And she was just on her own little spiritual quest. And we just got really friendly. And we ended up having a really intense relationship for yeah. six months. Um, But there was, a, in that period of time, I'd split up with Rhian. I'd met someone else. But in the summer of 2013, I ended up having... um. Well, just before that, I'd, I'd smoked DMT, actually, yeah. with a few friends. And b- back then, it wasn't really, no one really knew about yeah, DMT, yeah. you know what I mean? So I'd smoked DMT, and it was like, it, it blew me head, it blew my mind, because it showed me something that I'd, I'd never visually seen before, you know what I mean? Like, And it, it, it gave me an experience which was well beyond this dimension, do you know what I mean? And it sort of started to confirm the feelings that I was having that this isn't it, do you yeah. know what I mean? There's more. Yeah. I've always had an intuitive pull. I've, I've you know, an almost an intuitive knowing that there's something else there. Do you know what yeah, I mean? I'm yeah. looking for something, but I don't know what I'm looking for. Yeah. But then I remember very clearly um, I was in Glastonbury, and it was uh, it was a Friday night, and it was um, it was nine o'clock, and I was watching a band called Django Django, and I'd um, I'd been I, a couple of hours previously. I'd, I'd bumped into actually the the lads. Who had been spoken DMC with a few months back, but we hadn't planned to bump into each other. Okay. We bumped into each other. Give me a bag of mushrooms and I ate them, and then that was it. I had, you know, an experience at nine o'clock on that Friday, which was that was it. That was the game. I met God basically. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, there was there was an experience where it's sh- it, like it was a near death experience. You know where. You know, you may have heard them stories. Your, your life flashes, a, 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 you know, by yeah, yeah. past yeah. your eyes. Did
0: the ego kicking sort of thing. Well, but what like, happened was, it... it
1: was my life flashed upon. You know what I mean? Okay. I, I got to see all massive parts of my life, like my mum and dad getting divorced when I was a ch- child, breaking my arm. You know, times when I was breaking, up with my arm. Like it was, just I could just see it all. But it was, a, it was, it was like in 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 a split second. Yeah. But there was like this corridor, Paul, and it was like it was the corridor of my life, and it was like my human physical body and yeah. the soul but they were separate and there was this corridor next minute there was a break in the veil and that and they just came together and in that moment there wasn't I, I didn't even know what ego death was yeah but i knew i was having an ego death where there was no ego there was no perception some with martin there was just presence yeah there was a godliness yeah there, there was there was an experience of of of, of oneness yeah. you, know, you know you, see, you, you watch yeah. them memes you know what I mean yeah. and the hippies go I well, get it we're all one well I fucking had that one do you know what I mean <laughs> I had that was experience there there was I, it, that it. it was anywhere <laughs> to be if it was anywhere to be but it, it told me that everything that had happened in my life previously w- was taking me to that moment to realise that experience and it was I was in floods of tears I mean I'd take I'd been taking drugs for, for, for 10 years so I, I know what that experience felt like this was completely different. Yeah. This was a whole. Di- and you know what I've, I've now learned There was it was a kundalini rising. You know what I mean. The chakras were open. Yeah. The heart was open. And there was ex- there was an experience of embodiment, godliness, you know, presence, emptiness, fullness, oneness. I was everything at the same time. Yeah. And that was it. And then that was the peak experience. Yeah. And then for the rest of the night, the synchronicities, the the insights and the revelations I was getting. Was was just something I'd never ever experienced. I'd had revelations through me twenties, you know, on the dance floor. But this was just a whole new ball game. Yeah. So then it was like wow. So then I went on a whole journey with, with psychedelics. Yeah. You know what I mean? And 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 I was I was drinking ayahuasca. Then you know, not not long after, a shaman came into Planet Yoga and I was you know we were drinking ayahuasca you know what I mean in planet yoga yeah um, so we were having like you know ceremonies you know and what were that, them, them experiences like uh, incredible yeah you know I, I remember my first ceremony and you know a, a beautiful man Don Roberto who's initiated into a tribe called the Shibibo tribe and he'd been travelling the world Um, beautiful man you know sat with the medicine hundreds of times and he and, but his intention was to heal and to serve and to hold space you know with the medicine and so I then started to drink ayahuasca and, um, you know, we would come over, he'd travel the world, so he'd come over, he'd stay in my house. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm like, I've got this guy who travels the world, who's, who's, who's initiated into this tribe and we're sitting off watching, watching fucking This Morning. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like having a buzz with each other. Like, I'm getting yeah. to know about his life, he's getting to know about mine. And, 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 and that was initiating, yeah. you know what I mean? That was, you know, to actually float with people and to have some conversations and to hold space and and to look after and be looked after. It was just it was incredible. You know what I mean? And um and then sitting in them ceremonies and drinking that medicine and being with that intelligence. Then that was just a whole new whole new ball game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because there was a lot of healing that was going on. I was struggling with my mother at the time and I remember one experience, it put me back in my mother's womb. Mm-hmm. You know, like you, you can't necessarily explain these things to yeah. people. You've only just got to have direct experience. Yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? And there's one thing I can't deny is my direct experience. Yeah. So I've tasted the fruit of not just psychedelics, but 10-day but silent retreats, yeah. you know, deep contemplation, um, embodiment, yoga, and everything, and, and, and everything else that come with it, you know what yeah. I mean? You know, even, even them ty- the, all them times on the dance floor, I was just connecting to God. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. was connecting to me joy because in them moments, I didn't realize I was, I was present. I wasn't in the mind. I wasn't thinking about the future. I wasn't dramatizing. I wasn't stressing or worrying. I was actually just there, yeah i was thoughtless i was in the body i was in my joy and we say that's enjoying myself Hmm. so i was in the power of the now moments and i didn't realize at the time you know what i mean but i always kept going back to the dance floor because that's where i felt at home yeah home is where the heart is you know what i mean that's where i felt godly and so i just changed the dance floor you know for for the yoga for the meditation Obviously, you know, and then for many years there was, there was, there was then the ayahuasca journey. Do you know what I mean? And you know, Don Roberto, he came back every year. You know, and we do like three day retreats. You know, so we drink Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, Um, and then there was more. You know, there was more silent meditation, and and then in two thousand and sixteen, excuse me, two thousand and fifteen, a guy walked through the studio, walked through the door, and his name was Craig White. You know, so I've been on this like massive journey from from almost like i suppose if you want to say 2012 when i first went to thailand yeah to like 2000 you know 15 yeah. you know and and there was just this like I, I was i was in it i was reading all the books i was i was re- i read a book every week for like two years you yeah. know what i mean i was listening i listened to a podcast every day I used yeah. to listen to this podcast by a guy called um Archer, and he's in the states and it was Buddha at the gas pump, and it was just all matters related to awakening consciousness, spirituality. And I did a podcast every day, and he'd met he he interviewed he interviewed, the, he interviewed the, the, the the big guns, yeah, Eckhart Tolle, aji Shanti, Muji. You know, he was having conversations with you know the big fellas. You know yeah. what I mean? I feel like That's you're rattling
0: stuff. off where I'm at at the minute. Yeah, mate. I was sw- <laughs> a, bo- mate, a bo- mate, book a week and podcast a day. I was, day. It. Yeah. I was yeah. taking
1: yeah. it all in, loving but, the information, mate, loving yeah. it. But then I was applying the information. This is the thing. Yeah. I, I was applying it into my life. Yeah. And then again, Craig White walked into the studio and we just we just hit it off. And that's where the men's work came in. Then you know what I mean. And and he to be fair, it when I look back now, he's probably been the the, the one true mentor for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, I've had incredible men in my life, including my father, including my grandparents. You know, um and, and including all my friends and all the tennis coaches and, and anyone else I've ever come across, but Craig White was was the man. Yeah. He came in and he's seen me, he's seen mm. me potential. Um and you know, we, we started just sitting in some circles of men. You know, we were, there was a lot of lads at the time who were getting into this type of stuff, you know, stuff that you're you're leaning into. Yeah. And then um and and I was meant to be going to India with, with my new partner at the time, Angela, and we were gonna go and do a lot of Kundalini. We're going to Amritsar, and um and then it didn't happen. And I was being pulled towards Mexico. And uh, long story short, Craig was on on this teacher training course in Mexico. It's a Vedanta school, and it was a solely a meditation school. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, and I was so inspired by this practice. I wanted to go deeper. I wanted to. I was still feeling and searching and seeking. Yeah. And uh, I was offered a space. I should never have been given a space. It was fully booked. There's like there's a there's years there's a waiting list for years, and they only do this one each training course, and thirty three people get on it. I should never have gone on it, but I did. And um and I, I just I, I feel like that was just divine intervention. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like it was consciousness. Like you need to be. Yeah, this is your path. Yeah. I always remember this one meditation many years ago when I was back with with Rhian, and I just sat there, and it told me that I was gonna like run a meditation school and I was like fucking hell that was mad that and then fast forward to where I am now and it was almost like I just had that insight many years ago Mm -hmm. so then I spent 90 days in the meditation school and you know so there was more you know every day there was a structure there was lectures and I was under the influence of incredible teachers mostly male teachers mostly like who'd been on a huge journey like our main teacher um you know he'd been a um uh a sadhu, you know what I mean? Yeah, so he, yeah, yeah. He's, he's been sitting in the mountains, in the caves in India, you know what I mean? And and he, he, but, he but he'd also, he's from Romania and he'd been in jail in Romania, you know, trying to teach people meditation, like many, many years ago. This guy's like been there, done it, you know yeah. what I mean? And he was the main teacher and so his transmission alone, like it, just being in his presence was like, it was godly, yeah. you know what I mean? He was just there. It was like, it was the, it was the presence of a king, yeah. you know what I mean? You know, yeah. like okay now this fella like you could feel it him, but it was a constant transmission and um and then that that whole journey of of waking up every morning when i lived there i used to live in this beautiful space just across across the school and every single morning i'd go down to the, the i'd go down to the sea and it was right on the pacific coast in a place called um mazunte in a in a district called Oaxaca, very wild yeah and i'd get in the water every morning i'd get in naked and I'd watched the sun rise out the water. I was just like it was just initiating every day. Yeah, and I was just felt like I was being baptized by the water. I felt like I was changing as a man. I felt like I was coming into manhood. Yeah, and um, and I had the opportunity to sit with you know the men in in our school, and we, we set up a men's group each week. So I was in. The, I was doing the school. I had all the lectures, but we were doing men's work as well. So I was just doing work every day. Yeah. you know what I mean. Six days a week, and that was for three months, Paul. Does you know, it know what I mean. A-
0: sometimes like along on your journey mate did it ever come to a point where you know we spoke about it in the past me and you mate where it is because for me certainly becomes a tick list yeah like i I do that and sometimes i'm not enjoying it because you you know you're really busy but you're ticking off all these things like meditation cold water yeah you know what i mean motivational video
1: yeah
0: podcast yeah every single day did it ever ever become like that for you it, it,
1: it did around 2018 yeah so i'll get there in a minute you know i think um having that experience in Mexico. Yeah. And just being around that being around that community. Yeah. The community was conscious. They were, they were, they were present. There, there was an aliveness there. Mm. There was an open heartedness there. And there was there was no bullshit here. Everyone fucking spoke the truth and it was like, wow, this is powerful. Mm. So I want, and then I went to Guatemala and I spent about a month in Guatemala before I came home. I came home uh, January the first, twenty seventeen. Um and Angie and I were together. And we, you know, we stayed together and, and then we had a child, you know, not long after she was, you know, she was um she fell pregnant. And then that was a whole new journey. But then within that process of of her pregnancy, you know, we um we were doing a lot of kundalini yoga and just trained in, in kundalini. Um and then another beautiful man who's probably my second mentor who taught me for a whole year was a guy called Benjamin. Um and very, very well respected kundalini. Uh, and musician around the world he's actually played music for muji and then um, just a serious fucking geezer but he was a raster he was a raster of heart you know what mm, i mean so he yeah. sort, of, sort of dived into that energy in his past and there was a lot of resonance beautiful man a um, lot of integrity and his this guy was a king yeah he was a lion You yeah. know what i mean and and we held a kundalini teacher training course in in our house for a year so then I'd just come out of like a a a, a five hundred hour teacher training course I've been doing all this meditation all these psychedelics and all this this self developments and then I ended up um doing a year of Kundalini you know what I mean and then we had the child so it was just I was just still in it yeah you know what I mean it was yeah. just still in it um but then at the same time I started to understand that people wanted the meditation people wanted the meditation they were there was a hunger for it. You know mm. what I mean? And I think from my perspective, there was just a misconception. Yeah. People just, uh, there's a, you know, people just think it's a certain thing. You know what I mean? And I brought all of my direct experience and teachings. So I've kept the teachings classical. You know what I mean? What I teach comes from Vedanta, earliest known scripture. But I've just put it in Scouse terms. Yeah. i put it in my own unique blend. You know what <laughs> I mean? And, um, and then... I remember when I opened up the yoga studio in 2013 and we were full. So it just showed me that everyone was ready for this. Everyone yeah. was ready for the yoga. You know what I mean? There was yoga going on, but like there was waves of people who wanted to improve. And then I set up this, the meditation. I was teaching them a few meditation classes at first, but I thought, I'm just hypnotizing people here. Yeah. I'm not teaching people. and I thought, And I knew I had a lot of information to share. And so I thought I'm gonna educate people instead. Mm-hmm. So I set up obviously then the course for life, level yeah. one course for life. And it was a 10-hour process. And then and then that's just become my like main line of work, you know yeah. what I mean? And so fast forward now we're in 2021. And I've probably taught about five thousand people in person in Liverpool alone. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um and then there's you know there's there's other courses, there's level two, there's level three, there's level four. So there's an ecosystem of mastery now. Yeah. And th- this is just all my life's work and life's experiences, um, in in a in a methodology, you know, to the to the to the common average man. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Who, who are looking for something? Who are looking for purpose. Yeah. yeah. They're actually looking for purpose and connection. Yeah. They're the main two. You know what I mean? And 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 um, and they're looking for themselves actually. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And so I have just put it in a method, in a systematic approach which is simple, easy to digest, and easy to follow. Um, so then I just stepped back into that teacher role, you know what I mean? And I've been in that role ever since. I've been yeah. holding the space. And then around, obviously, you know, there's that time of having a child um, and, and that whole process of, of being a father, you know, and then holding the space for now, men without masks. Um, but coming back to the question you just, um, you know, asked before, in I always had the morning routine. I always like going to the gym and meditating. But in 2016, I um, came across the term, the ultimate morning. I think it was like Tony Robbins or something. Yeah. And it was the 5am club. So it was like, I was, you know, I was like, okay, Sam, let's give this a shot. So for about 18 months, I, every single day, I was up at 5am and I had the stoic morning routine. And it was the same routine every day for 18 months. Now I can't deny through that persistence, consistent, vigilant experience, my external endeavours like grew fast and expanded in every direction. But then I I just softened in the end, you know what I mean? I stopped getting up at five. I stopped ticking the boxes basically because I become an unconscious cyclist. Yeah. yeah. I, I and then I started to adopt like the certainly the archetypes from from the work we do with the men. And I started to really understand and embody and apply them archetypes in my yeah. life. So I wasn't just warrior driven. I wasn't just driven by a mission. I was I was, I was, was in the lover. Yeah. So I was bringing that sensuality in there. Because that's bringing,
2: what the tick list is, isn't it? That's it's it. Warrior, it's isn't it. It's yeah. the warrior, isn't it? It's the warrior.
1: He's getting up, he's got the 5am, he's fucking getting a cold shower. You know, he's training like a madman. He's, he's meditating, you know. Um, and and I, 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 for me, I was doing admin. I was getting my admins run. And I loved it.
2: Yeah.
1: But it, it, was, it was warrior energy. And like... And there's, there's a massive worrying energy. I mean, we all need some... It's great if you're getting up and you're applying yeah. that worrying yeah. energy, you know what I mean? And if you've got purposeful action and you're putting it in the right places, you become a dangerous man. Yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? For, but, it, for, but it can have a negative effect, effect good.
0: Yeah. If If you're using it against yourself, if of you're course, doing things you don't want to do.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, some, like...
0: And you're doing it just to tick a list. Just yeah, to tick a list, yeah. exactly. A, you're not enjoying yourself.
1: I mean, it. it there's a fine line here because... Sometimes we need a little bit, we need things to be uncomfortable. We almost yeah. do need a checklist yeah. to give us some purpose, to give yeah. us some some achievements. You know what I mean? Um, but at the same time, it's not one size fits all. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah. and what I've come to learn through my own direct experience and, and the, the, the information that I continue to educate myself with is that, like, for me, it's about creating space for connection instead of just being in the warrior and second boxes, it's 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 going it's creating space it's it's still expanding but it's expanding organically yeah rather than like striving or forcing anything or pushing yeah. into pain yeah there's no need to push into pain you know what i mean there's a, all you got to do is show up and if you can adopt some you know characteristic traits and plug yourself in of a morning time in your own private moments before you reach an audience where you're creating space for connection by the time you reach an audience you're in the heart you know what i mean you, you, you're steadfast you're present you yeah. know what i mean you you, you know your mission you're getting shit done. You're taking action. So then life's purposeful. Yeah. And that's what men need. That's what fucking everyone needs. Yeah, yeah, They want a sense of purpose. Mm-hmm. We all want a sense of getting up and something to do of a, of a morning or of a day, sorry. And if, if that doing is something that you love to do and want to do, then you've smashed it. Yeah. That's the golden ticket. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's because a win-win then, it's isn't a it? It's a win-win. You yeah. You're winning your life because you're like, okay, I'm doing stuff I love to do here. You know and I mean? I'm, every day's a holiday. I don't have to wait till Friday to get that Friday bus. You know what I mean. I don't have to wait to go to be Through, you know, uh, to, to, for the weekend yeah. to, for it for it to be my time. You know what I mean. So there's been a lot of revelations around reclaiming my sovereignty. Yeah. You know what I mean. Reclaiming, you know, my divinity. You know what I mean. But also feeling into the the divinity and the simplicity. If you if you're okay in the mundane, that's enlightenment for me. Yeah. You yeah. You know yeah. what I mean. If I, you just if you find that sense of okayness. You know, with both sides of the coin, you're gonna. You know, there is no good or bad days. We perceive them. What's good to yeah. me is not good to somebody else. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Perception, it's all a perception. Yeah. And 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 this is the stuff I teach here in Liverpool. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I've just started to see days as days. You know what I mean? But when you foster and disciple a sense of purpose and values, um, and and a mission, then you, you you're in flow. Then yeah, you know what I mean? And and then that is when you can serve others. From a place of authenticity, you know, whilst at the same time serving yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to save myself, no one else was here to save me. No one one else was sent here to get me up out of bed and wipe my ass. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So I'm getting up of a morning looking after me first, filling my own cup up. But my intention is to not just be myself, which is a, a clean, authentic mirror for other people. But then my intention is to serve others and to do the best I can. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know I'm not everyone's cup of tea and I know I'm going to let people down. Or I'm, It's not my intention to let people down. You know what I mean? I, I'm just trying to show up and do my best. Yeah. I mean, the amount of people who come in my direction on a daily basis, someone's going to get let down yeah. You know, along the line. And, and if I've let you down and you listen to this, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Yeah. I truly am. Um, but I, I know that I'm just trying to be authentic but well, isn't trying that you know, their that, perception exactly you know what I mean you know that might be an expectation that Martin Bowen's going to save me or Martin oh, a, I've heard he's a lovely fella but he wasn't lovely to me and it's like <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. You know, I know. but I'm not going to wear that mask either yeah. Yeah, yeah. I generally do wear my heart on my sleeve and I'm a very open hearted yeah, smiley yeah, yeah. Ground at geezer and, mm-hmm. and, I, and I'll give you my time if I can yeah. but I can't be present with everyone all the time know What I mean, are yeah. an underlying
0: warrior though because we've seen you at the Jets haven't we mate
1: <laughs> I mean you know I, I like I, I've always liked a, a, a tussle you know what yeah. I mean I, I always I, I like the fights on the tennis yeah. court you know what I mean I was a nightmare to play against I, yeah. you know I'd chase every ball down and I was a bit of a cheat you know what I mean yeah. and, and and I was I was I was, a, you know a CUNC on the tennis court really yeah, yeah. you know what I mean and but I always like that competitive edge. And I remember many years ago in Mexico and I just realized that I was always competing with myself. Yeah. And it and and I, there was just tyranny in my experience and, and it wasn't healthy and I was suffering. And um but what I have learnt I, I you know over the last probably 18 months, I've wanted to learn a new skill. And and that's why I've adopted the Jits. Yeah. It's certainly fulfilling the needs of of, of the embodiments, yeah, you know, the physicalities to it. You know what I mean? I like getting physical. Um but it's allowed me, to, you know, um to connect with new people. Yeah. It's allowed me to learn a new language in my own body. And it's allowed me to come at things with a fresh perspective. Yeah. Because you're you're on that mat, you've never done it before. And you're rolling it lads you can roll. And you know, you've 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 it's like you've got to you know, it's physical, but it's also psychological yeah. and it's mental. So I'm loving it. I really am loving it yeah um, you've certainly got that competitive uh, yeah you trying to put the belt I mean, one <laughs> <laughs> you know I think um, and I'm learning as well because there's, there's a humility with this yeah. sport you know what I mean absolutely and, and I think you know, it humbles you doesn't the, it uh, well the ego doesn't want to get tapped out yeah. you know what I mean the ego doesn't want to get wrapped up and, and then actually now I, I do want to get tapped out because that's an opportunity for me to learn yeah. Yeah. do you know what I mean so I'm in that place where I'm like okay you know what great we're, 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 we're having a softer role you know what I mean? There's still competitiveness, but there's but there's reverence. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's not hate each other, but let's let's you know let's let us let us learn from each other. Push the limits. That's it. it? Yeah. And 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 so you, you when you find that fine balance, not just on the on 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 the jits mat, but in life. Yeah. Then for me, you you're going to an edge. You're willing, you willing? There's a willingness to learn. You know, you you're open to make mistakes and to fail, because that's yeah. your greatest teacher. It's been my greatest teacher, you. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah and um and, and i see i mean it's it, it's just great for keeping fit i'm all about keeping fit nowadays yeah. you know um and, and a sense of sustainability I don't kill myself but i like going to my head show you know i like getting a sweat on, i like going yeah. to the gym you know I, I, I do a couple of boxing sessions a week as well so um get yourself ready for me yeah <laughs> i might sign yourself off the ufc so, you know what <laughs> <mean>? <laughs> might be a new journey for me you know what i mean i <laughs> nah, definitely not uh, not after seeing the fucking you know some of the injuries to come out with, but I for me, I, I, it's just a sense yeah. of connection. Yeah. Know, I'm not trying to go anywhere with it, you know. I'd like to think that, you know, in my future, I'd like to just almost travel around the world and and, and get on the mat and have a roll with men. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And and, um, and and meet new people. And 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 I, I, I everyone's my teacher. You know, yeah. know what I mean? And it's, it's a big value of mine is meeting new people. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I think I think life's about people. Yeah, the, the, our commonality is is that we're here for each other. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and when we can. When we can come together and when we can see eye to eye, you know what I mean, and drop them competitive edges, you know what I mean, because really just compete with yourself, yeah. And 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 d- drop drop the guard, drop the fear, you know what I mean, and, and then and see each other not just eye to eye but heart to heart, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Oh, ah, man, we become we, we we move from this individual experience to to, to us to we to yeah. togetherness, you know what I mean, and 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 then there's a there's a healthy sort of tribal, you know, attitude then. Um, that I feel is is certainly missing yeah. nowadays. You know what I mean? As a, c- a community, yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, so a community, any?
0: Let's talk about meditation and me. obviously what you do, and obviously this is a it's called the end of stigma podcast, mate, yeah. because it's we're touching on mental health yeah. with people, especially men. Yeah, obviously, because as we know, you know the statistics are worrying. Yeah, eighty percent of suicides are men. Every yeah. four to five, every four out of five people jailed is a man. Yeah. Um, so let's talk, uh, what, are, what are the benefits of meditation and, you know, for people that want to get involved in certain things that you're doing, so,
1: I think I remember many years ago having an experience meditating where I was um, I was sitting there and I couldn't feel the body, but there was no thought processes, but I was still aware. I was like, okay, what's that? Do you know what I mean? I was like, Ooh. There was mm-hmm. nothing to grab onto, but there was still a sense of presence. Mm-hmm. So that was a revelation, you know what I mean, many years ago. And I think, you know, going on them ten-day silent retreats and sitting in deep stillness, I couldn't deny the 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 experience of of deep relaxation, like contentment on a whole new level. The the inner peace. Like you're resting in peace, yeah. but you're resting in peace while being alive. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there was a sense of resting in peace there was a sense of naturalness, intuitive experiences. Like, I, I couldn't deny my experience that I was having. And certainly when I came back from the school in Mexico, I was like, I, I, I've i now got the faculties to educate people. I've been a teacher all my life in teaching tennis. And so I, I started to educate people on simply what is meditation. And... That education started with what it's not. (laughs) Yeah. And it was like, well, people think it's about, you know, there's this misconception, you know, people putting the the, the first finger and thumb together or the humming, you know what I mean? Or it's for hippies or it's for puffs, you know what I mean? Or it's for for monks and all that. Yeah. And and so I just sort of changed the game, even with the language. Instead of saying meditation, I I started saying, well, it's mental fitness. Let's do a bit of mental fitness, you know what I mean? So you're very much... Uh, What meditation isn't is is clearing the mind. The mind clears. We we drop out of the intellect when we are present with some simple technical objectives. And, uh, you know, through that misconception, people just get disappointed because they can't clear the mind. It's not that easy to clear the mind. So if they can't clear the mind, oh, it's not for me. Can't do it. I mean, people have just got a lack of patience as well, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? They yeah. want everything so, now. Of course they do. You know, everyone wants just instant gratification. Yeah. We're in a, we're in, we're, we're, you know, we're in a time now where everything is instant. And I mean instant, you know what yeah. I mean? Like next day delivery, Amazon Prime, you know what I mean? Like you can have what you want when you but want. You're
0: fuming if it's not there, so
1: Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> I feel like even patience is a lost art. Yeah. It's a it's a, it's a dying virtue. Which is which isn't really alive in 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 our traits anymore. You know what I mean. So what meditation does do it anchors a lot of benefits, um, and there's characteristic traits that we build. You know, so it is things like you know, what being more patient. You know what I mean. Um, you know, um, we develop a sense of of uh, discipline you know what I mean, and persistence because we do get lost in the mind. So when that happens, we're drawing our attention back to a technique basically. So that is like a flex. That's like being in the gym but flexing the muscle. You know what I mean? We get lost in the mind. People are lost in the mind all day, every day, psychologically overthinking, not knowing the thinking. So our job is to notice what we're thinking, is to notice when we're thinking and then what thoughts we're entertaining. When we can notice what thoughts we're entertaining, we're able to manage our thoughts. This becomes a game changer. You know what I mean? I use the, the, the analogy of like Jürgen Klopp. He manages a team of players. You know what I mean? But nobody was sent here to manage Martin Bone. So when I capture Martin's thought processes, I start to untangle the thought processes and manage them. And basically it's like, well, that's meaningful. That's necessary. You know what I mean? That's, that's um, you know, I can use that. You know what I mean? Yeah. That That's an insight. And then I look at other thoughts and go, well, that's a fantasy. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm making an assumption there. That's uh, I'm, that's that's in the future. Yeah. I'm, I'm catastrophizing and dramatizing. So yeah. literally, you bring on your self-talk then and you talk to yourself and you, and you go, listen, you, you don't even know that to be true. You, you, you're throwing wobblers. You, you're <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. And dramatizing. Through, you, and and yeah. through that positive self-talk, where you're managing yourself when you manage your mind, you manage your life, you know and I mean, because you actually then awaken to the present moments. Yeah, because most people, when they get up of a morning, they think they think they're in life, but they're still asleep. Because we tune out, we naturally tune out because of a lack of mental yeah. fitness, so we tune out. So, our job is to tune back in. So, is into the present moment, it's where life is. That's where it's always been. That's where it's always going to be. I'm sorry for anyone listening, but there is no future. And, and the past is a memory in your own mind. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, when we get into this now moment and when we take responsibility for our behavior and actually tune back into what's going on in the present moment reality, that's where life is. That's where life is, and it always is, you know what I mean? Yeah. Unfortunately, people live a life in their head. They live a life in projection, and they live a life for tomorrow. Yeah. And actually, tomorrow never arrives, because when yeah. you get to tomorrow, you're in now, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's so, where
0: a lot of mental health comes from though, isn't it? it is. You talk about anxiety as projection. That's all. And depression is that's thinking nice. about the past, isn't it? Yeah. So, you yeah. know, it, the, the benefits are... The, the, the problem the, the, is, the Paul, in the pudding, mate, is,
1: isn't it? is because people don't necessarily know who they are, which is another big part of the journey with meditation is to reveal a sense of presence. Mm. And that puts the body back in its nature. We think, well, I mean, we are nature, but we're not navigating from a naturalness anymore. We're navigating from a default, which is in the head. It's very much, you know, we're in the intellect a lot more nowadays. We're living a very cerebral life. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? So we're not listening to our multi-levels of intelligence in the body first and foremost, but living a life in the head because we're so attached to our image which is our egoic perspectives, our personality, you know, Martin Bone as such. Um, the ego will do one of a few things. It, it, it will project to the future because it wants to know where it's going. It wants certainty. Yeah. The ego is also wanting to be acknowledged. So it's always wanting to be seen. And then it's the ego is always trying not to die. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So people are in life. And they don't even know they're doing it, but they're just trying not to die. They become so good at manipulating life, where they're in a comfort zone, trying not to die. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But what that, what comes with that is, is this sense of overthinking into the future. What's next? What, what, what if this happens and what if that happens? And that psychological overthinking breeds anxiety because what it does is it puts the body in a stress, in a stressful experience, yeah. in an emergency, basically. Yeah. So we're out of our nature. We're out of our naturalness. All the blood's gone to the extremities. You've switched on the sympathetic side of the nervous system, which is fight or flight. And then you're releasing cortisol, which is a stress hormone. But the problem is, we were psychologically overthinking and worrying and dramatizing all day, every day. Mm-hmm. So eventually, then the body's natural default is of a stressful one. Nothing wrong with stress, because stress is, if it's acute stress, it's healthy for the body. You go to the gym, stress the body out, it's actually healthy yeah, for yeah. the nervous system. But chronic stress... Chronic stress, that's where the silent killer is. Because you're going from a state of well-being. Your body knows what to do. It knows how to heal because it's nature. But we don't give it the opportunity to do what it does best because we're always in the head. We're always in the sympathetic side of the nervous system. We are stressed to fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then that, then you're releasing cortisol all day, every day. And then the body's in non-well-being. It's in a place of dis-ease. So the tension is in the body. So the body follows the mind. It follows the projection. The body thinks it's having the experience. You yeah. Know what I mean? You know, you watch nature. You watch like a. You watch like a. You know, an antelope and it's grazing. It's just eating grass. It's in its nature. Yeah. It's in it's a just, moment. Yeah. yeah. Next minute, the the lion comes out the bushes and chases it because it what it wants. It's ding dinged. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the antelope gets away. But it has to f- bring on its fight or flight. Do you know what I mean? To to because it's in a place of yeah. survival now. Do mm. you know what I mean? So he gets away, and and then five minutes later. The animal's grazing again. He's back in his nature. He's not looking around going, is he coming back to get me? He, he's. I, I've seen him before. In fact, he's coming back with his mates. Shit, I better not, I, I, can't, I can't rest now. And that's what us humans do. Yeah. You know what I mean? We get into these defaults where we're constantly overthinking. We're worrying about what other people are thinking of us. We're trying not to die. We're stressing for the future. Like it, it, it's a blend and it's all of them things, but you can't even manage them or surrender to them if you don't capture them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So meditation is about capturing your thought processes, managing them, contemplating them, reviewing them, and then then now acting in a different way instead of reacting. People are just in the same shit, different day, default. You know what I mean? So coming back to it, the benefits to meditation are plenty. You know what I mean? Inevitably, on the deepest level, it's going to put you back in your nature. You know what I mean? You'll feel good for no reason. You know what I mean? You'll feel great for no reason, for just coming back to your beingness. We're human beings. I mean, you know, to be or not to be, that's the question, isn't it? You know what I mean? So when you come back to a sense, okay, I'm being here, I'm just, I'm not doing, and stillness is a great teacher, then there's a sense of, you know, there's an overwhelming experience of remembering. You sort of remember this. You think, I know this. It feels like home. It feels familiar. But we just get so lost in the head because we're competing because we're comparing, because we're so attached to self-image. He's got this, I need that. He said that, I'm going to say this. You know what I mean? And everyone's yeah. just fighting with each other and it actually, in a, and surviving. You know what I mean? No one's thriving, they're surviving. And when you're in a survival experience, you then lean into a, 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 a sort of polarity of pleasure and pain. You yeah. know what I mean? You're looking for instant gratification. So you're reaching for this, 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 and this to, to give you some pleasure. Know what I mean, but what comes with the pleasure is also the pain, pain but no one can sit with the pain, and this is where our addictions come from. So, people start then getting addicted to the pleasure, so they'll use whatever means it that they need to fill the gap because they feel unfulfilled. You can't sit with it, yeah. yeah. So, meditation for me is the cornerstone, it's the key, it's the master key, it's the Willy Wonka golden ticket. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what's going to set you free from the tyranny of who? Your own fuck yourself. You yeah. Yeah. know what I mean? When we get up of a morning, there's no problem in the world. There's not one problem. But we, we, we perceive problems. Yeah. And we're in a natural, we're in survival. We're, we're, and we're competing with everybody. And it takes a sense of mindfulness, presence to capture yourself in these defaults and go, <laughs> <laughs> okay wow how long have I been in this room for, yeah. for you idiots yeah hello you gotta wake up now and yeah. then it takes courage then it takes courage to look in the mirror going you've been wearing a mask yeah, you've yeah. been selling <laughs> a lie you yeah. know what I mean yeah. you haven't been thriving buddy you know what I mean and so you start like getting onto yourself then yeah. and then then that's a whole then that's a whole new journey because you're seeing things about your personality which you don't want to see which then, is
0: shorter which obviously I'm on your level two again I've done your level one your level two level three and' we mass. Back to level two. You know what I mean? We've done all types of ceremonies together, haven't we? Um, and I trust in you that much, Martin, yeah. you know, and the knowledge that you've got. But my experience right now, which you know about, is I've been diving deeper into the meditation and it sort of brought up things that I don't like. Yeah. So sometimes I struggle. In my day, because yeah. it, it, it's just highlighting certain parts of my shadow that I'm, yeah. I'm not comfortable with right yeah. now, so it can become hard to navigate my life.
1: Absolutely. You know, it can become uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, like, the, the benefits to the practice are, are immeasurable. Immeasurable, you know I mean? yeah. There's no and denying it. There's no denying yeah. it. You'll get instant results, but it's a long-term project because you're the project. When yeah. I realised I was the bank, I started to invest in me, and then I became a wealthy man because of the state of being I adopt. Yeah. And the mindset that I'm navigating life from, you know? And then I'm I'm now here delivering that to other people. I've got intent. intention. I want to see people shine. I yeah. really do. See people on the floor. And the best part of my job is seeing people shine. And
0: I think that's like amazing about you, mate, because I still capture myself in the moment. Like I'm doing something and I, 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 I might be doing something like we're packed. Yeah. And like other people are doing the same thing. Or you might see something that that that's similar and you're like, I'll capture my ego. Make a judgment on that. Yeah. and I'm like why is what's in me that, yeah, yeah. that's actually you know, a little bit of jealousy or a yeah. bit of envy or and in he, someone else but I captured it yeah. and I know that it's not right ego wants
1: to be seen exactly ego me. wants to be acknowledged yeah. and it's nice when we are acknowledged by the people around us that sense of appreciation when someone says wow thank you for, thank you for doing what you're doing yeah. I see what you're doing I see you doing a great job. I see, you you know, you, you, you're authentic. I see you're trying your best. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and that's all we can do. So Is that's, that's
0: something that's not alive in you anymore. Do you, do, I mean, you know, does that I, ever show itself you in you? You know
1: what? I, I, I mean, I, I'm in a position now where, like, I don't need to compete with anyone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm just doing me. I'm staying in my own lane. I stick to my own methods. Do you know what I mean? I'm spinning my own plates. Yeah. And um and, and so, and I do that well. Yeah. And, and, I, and, and I do that consistently. You know, I've never missed a class. I'm never late. I don't take the piss. You yeah. know, I'm good at what I do so I've adopted all them attitudes that was first installed into me by my parents, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I see now, like, self-care becoming trendy, you know what I mean? Oh, it's far and
0: high, this at the uh, moment, yeah, isn't it, for, um, great, for the you know self-care know you know, and the well-being, it's sort of a big it's send It's unbelievable, that,
1: it? you know what I mean? And, you know, there's th- first, I mean, for me, this started with, 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 a, with an incredible woman called Angela Thompson, yeah. you know what I mean? She opened up Yoga Nation. In um, in 2009, and she you know she brought like yoga and that wave of of sort of aliveness, and then she brought the Kundalini many years later, and and so she definitely gave birth. There was an inception with, with some yeah. sort of self development happening there, where it was now it was hip, yeah. Because there was yoga going on, but it was in chair halls it was in it was in leisure centres, you know what I mean? It wasn't, and um, but 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 having like a, almost a a, charlotte, a a a proper studio, which was up to date, which was which was clean, which was fun to go to. You're like wow. You know what I mean? This is this is happening here. And so I'm just in a position now where I'm I'm now seeing it. It's 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 running through Liverpool, left, right, and centre. you know what I mean? I mean we're in the age of information. The internet's playing a big role in this, you know what I mean? You don't have to look at look at YouTube now. You know what I mean? It's motivational videos. You know, you're looking at Instagram, everyone's yeah. promoting themselves. And so everyone's naturally inspiring each other. Yeah. But also there's everyone's probably even still competing with each other, but there's also everyone's leveling up. So it's 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 almost like um you know, it's it, it's it's sort of it's 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 a double edged sword. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But it is what it is. I think inevitably anyone who's holding space, they know themselves what their intention is. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If your intention's clean, doesn't matter what you're doing, if you've got an intention to serve and to show up and be present, pff, crack on. Exactly. And so there is a lot of wonderful things going on in Liverpool that I welcome, that I love to watch. Do you know what I mean? I think
0: it is really sending at the minute, Martin, but pe- people have got to be aware that it is the way. Yeah, and you know, we spoke about psychedelics earlier before. Yeah, yeah, I've certainly had my fingers burnt, yeah, with um, them with, with psychedelics. So, I just want to just for the viewers, you know, the importance of obviously doing them in a safe manner, yeah, yeah, in a safe space under absolutely. the correct settings, yeah, because you know, the, the likes of your ayahuasca and the mushrooms, yeah, the sacred medicine, oh, yeah. they are to be highly respected because yeah, yeah. they're super, super powerful, absolutely. And um, the yeah. experiences they can bring on, yeah, because they can actually. Have, the, have an adverse effect absolutely if done in the wrong environment well, it, it, they, they it, can traumatise it's you going to do. radically
1: shift your consciousness Paul yeah you know what I mean people are of a mindset that's what people are in one point of view it's called mind mindset yeah. the mind is set and so when you you know when you do maybe explore some psychedelics yeah. it's going it, to it has the capacity to blow your mind because that's what it will do it will blow yeah. your mindset out the water and then there's a lot of cognitive dissonance there's a lot of confusion because you're like fucking hell who am I? What you know what I know am mean, here? yeah. And it'll humble you, yeah. Um, you know, I've always been under the guidance of beautiful, respected, sincere shamans. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um And anyone listening to this is like, it is important that if, if you do explore this stuff, seek out them people. Do you know what I mean? You know, there are a lot of people. Like even in Liverpool now, there are a lot of people like everyone, you know, everyone's eating mushrooms now. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. it's great because I trust actually that network, that mycelium network, that intelligence is gonna wake people up and it's gonna show people who they are. Yeah. And it's and it, and and sometimes, you know, it's you know, people go, oh, I had a bad trip. There is no bad trip. There's no good trip or bad trip. It's a journey, hmm. and it's just showing you something, yeah. and it'll humble you. you I had I mean? a fucking bad trip. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, and but but it, it, it you know you you can't deny that experience because yeah. it's humbled you, hasn't it? Absolutely, you know it's I mean? it, humbled me. It, it got like, me on the
0: path, sent me to you. Yeah. So you know, it was all meant to be. You exactly. Know, that's how I look at it. You know, it got me on this journey. It, there's a
1: magic, there's a consciousness which is weaving its magic all yeah. day, every day, through us all, as us all, you know yeah. what I mean? And for me, what it's doing is it's, it's getting us back to our naturalness. It's getting us back to presence. Yeah. And that's why I continue to teach the meditation journey. Meditate. This is it. The meditation journey is the one for me. Is It's a sense of learning how to be present. Yeah. Learn how to be here now. Learn how to be authentic in your nature. And um, but but like having a buzz in the process. I yeah. mean, you know, the stuff I teach it's dead informal. We have a laugh. Yeah, and I'm, I'm giving a lot of like simple concepts for people to try out for people to and because the powers in the practice. You see, yeah. I just educate people; that the rest is done yeah. by others. But um, but I ain't no divvy. You just jumped off a banana boat. You know what I mean. You know I've been at this since 2008. Yeah, you've done the work, mate. Yeah. you've been through the and hard times. And I still do it. the work, yeah, Paul. Yeah, you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna sit here in the ego going, well, I've done this, 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 and this. Yeah. But I truly have. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I'm far from finished. Yeah. I'm, 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 st- I'm a work in progress. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm, um, I, yeah, uh, I always want to learn. You know, I'm, I'm probably better now than I've ever been. And so that means I'm a better man than I've ever been. You know what I mean? Yeah. It takes time to become a man. It takes time to mature, but there's no destination with any of it. You know what I mean? And, you know, yeah, I, I was at it thick and fast and, and it was for many years. And now I am, um, even my my growth has changed. It's a lot more subtle. Mm. You know, it's a lot more intimate. Um, you know, because growth and personal growth is also an intimate journey. As much as, you know, you can go to yoga studios and you can go to the meditation classes and you can go and sit in your, in your, in your, in your sacred ceremonies or your breath workshops. And these are all great containers, yeah. you know what I mean? But, but you know, y- y- people just go from fucking one sweet shop to the next sweet shop to the next sweet shop yeah. and never actually sit with the stuff that comes up for them. Do you know what I mean? Meditation is a, is a container for you to sit with your stuff. Do you know what I mean? When you can look at your stuff, when you can be okay with your stuff and objectify it and actually realise you are not the stuff, you know what I mean? You're something deeper than that. I mean, that's a whole new conversation. Yeah. But you're able to then work with your life, you know what I mean? And, And, you know... And that's where healing happens. That's where forgiveness happens. Yeah. That's where you accept your darkness. We're all a mixture of light and dark. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm just of the light. My my essence is of the light. Yeah. You know what I mean? But Martin Bowen, you know, he, he, he's got good traits or perceived good traits and perceived not so good traits. I'm still doing my best. I'm still trying to tell the truth. But, you know, every now and then Martin does take things personal. He does get triggered. You know what I mean? And, yeah. he, and he does manipulate something. And that's okay. I have to, I have to love him. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Because if I don't love him and, and, and if I deny him, he'll play out unconsciously somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. So I've got to love him and work and with him. And yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and that, that's like a bit of inner child work, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. but I continue to do the work. I've got to do it in my own private settings, do you know what I mean? But I've got my own mentors and, you know, I, for me, stillness is the guru. You know what I mean? The, you know, the, the meditation is the, is the true teacher. Absolutely. You know, and my job is to educate people how to do it what yeah. it is and how to do yeah. it because then the practice will be your teacher do you yeah. know what I mean Um, but you know the work never ends you know holding space for men you know being on retreat I'm still doing the you know work but I don't dramatise the work I'm not like I'm doing the work I'm doing the work it's like okay I'm just showing up and I'm open to learn and I'm just doing my best today you know let's I mean?
0: lean into that then Martin let's lean into that before we uh, wrap things up um, let's talk about memorial mass. yeah which is obviously an amazing receipt that I've been a part of yeah um, certainly brought a lot up for me. Yeah, that needed to come up. Yeah, super special. You're sharing in circles. You know, it's sacred space, isn't it? It's yeah. safe, and it's just you know, it's an unbelievable experience. I mean, yeah. There's no denying the growth that you get when you come when absolutely. you come back. Yeah, it's um, it's it is life changing. Yeah, for anyone who wants to do it, absolutely. Um, so yeah, tell everyone a little bit more about that. Means. So
1: I first came across um the firstly the the four archetypes in mexico yeah i yeah i picked up a book called king warrior magician lover and it it was a it was it was an absolute game changer for me because i was able to untangle and decipher my personality and put it into four quarters put it into a map and they call them the archetypes and the map was the king the warrior, the magician the lover and you know that king warrior magician lover is actually connected to the four pillars of existence which is being doing thinking and feeling so it's very universal and being doing thinking, and feeling is also connected to um to um uh the elements you know what i mean earth wind fire and water so and the four you know um the medicine wheel it's all connected yeah. you know what i mean yeah um But in simple terms, like when we split it up, there's a king within us all, there's a warrior within us all, there's a magician within us all, and there's a lover in us all, do you know what I mean? And instead of maybe using king, warrior, magician, lover, I now like to use the terms leadership, um, action, transformation, and connection, do you know what I mean? Because um, sometimes people don't even resonate with what King, What do just love it? What's he fucking talking about there? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I,
0: it can put people off.
1: It can put people some off. People in yeah. this like Who like you? Yeah, what, yeah. what you talking? Yeah. What, what shit are you talking? Like <laughs> it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, know. You know, you're gonna get the people who are gonna reject the work, Yeah. But you know, some of these people are on the floor, or they haven't got the courage to actually tell the truth and say, yeah. you know what, I fucking need that. You know what I mean? You know, in my eyes, if every man can, um take ownership for his life and take responsibility. Yeah. If fucking hell, the work starts there, you yeah. do that, that'll be enough. You know what I mean? But when we certainly have a map to navigate our behavior, you know what I mean? And to notice when our behavior is playing out yeah. within one of them four quarters, you know, like, like for me, I, I really, I got to see it and was like, wow, I've been an overactive warrior. You know what I mean? I've been an overactive magician. You know what I mean? I've been manipulating life to suit my own needs. You know what I mean? I've been an overactive lover. You know what I mean? Like addicted to this, this and this, like instant pleasure. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then the kings being like underactive, like almost the weakling prince, you know what I mean? Mm. Doesn't want to doesn't want to create order, doesn't wanna show up, doesn't wanna like stand in his sovereignty, you know what I mean? So it it just gave me the map to understand my behaviour and understand where I was out of out of tune, basically, you know what I mean? Where wasn't I harmonious, where wasn't I in flow. Yeah. Um, and then so understanding that and then actually starting to apply these techniques, it became a game changer for my for my character and for the way I show up in the world and for, for my sense of integrity. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um and then obviously, you know, meeting Craig Weiss and him being so inspired by the work, we we set up a way, you know, this this experience, which is a five-day experience, and it's an experience of coming together, brotherhood. It's an experience of of retreating from the world. I mean you you know you're getting away from your you know your, your your life you know what I mean you're getting away from the phone you're getting into nature and we create a space um, for for men to not just be educated but we create a safe container for them to speak the truth and to get shit out mm. and also we do loads of different exercises which are all connected to that energy you know like on the lover day we'll do loads of things which are uh, like free-flowing you know what I mean and 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 sensual and, and even the conversations around that and the music we play and, and the discourses that we have it's all based around that energy so you you, you don't just get the education but you're living it yeah. you know what I mean and then you're like and then all the revelations come yeah. in the in one day yeah and then you know so we explore them four archetypes then four energies then four powers each and every day and then there's just like this domino effect each and every day you know what I mean and to 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 sit there and witness a man share something that he's never shared—some deep shame or guilt—yeah, about something he's done in his life that he's never vocalized. But he's had that on his shoulders, and and he's thought about committing suicide many times. But but but, but for someone to vocalize shame in a in a in a in a circle of men where it, the confidentiality is like on you know the heartbeat of of the course of the retreat, yeah. of the of the immersion—it's a game changer. Because you because because men. Are conditioned not to speak. I mean, they speak in the ale houses when you've had an ale. Do you know what I yeah, mean? You've had an ale, yeah. you're relaxed, and you're like, that's your mate. Oh, lad, you know. Because of lad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Get You know, you, you, you're pouring your heart out sometimes, aren't yeah. right? you? Especially, yeah. I know I have. Absolutely. So on the drugs, mate. you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, you're on XT and you're fucking pouring your heart out. Lad, yeah. I fucking love you, I've always loved you, you know what I mean? Yeah, blah. yeah. But this is done in, in a very clean way. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a system to it. It, You know, we we. Um, the journey I've been on I mean Craig's credentials are like our next level do you know what I mean like the fucking man's got credentials longer than I am you know what I mean you know when it comes to uh, not just direct experience but education on the human experience human behaviour psychology the whole lot you know what I mean and obviously we've got um, you know Matt Gunn, who's a, who's a psychotherapist, breathwork yeah. practitioner. You know we've we've got we've got Dave Orcos, who's who's been a professional climber all his life, yoga teacher. You know, uh, inspired by nature, he's a nature man. Yeah. You know, so the, we, we've got a unique blend of, of facilitators there who are holding space. Yeah. But the retreat itself is is a journey. You Know what I mean? You've got to be willing to to you know to to go on this experience. And to dive into yourself, but you can't not go on this experience and and uh, get the benefits. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you know yourself, you've been on it. Yeah. You've got the benefits, and you share a lot of that education in in in, in how you hold space with. For Which pac- is exactly mentality. what I'm doing, mate. Yeah. Exactly, exactly, you know, you're, you're bringing it to you're bringing it to people's doorstep. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know, because going to retreat, sometimes people can't have, you know, it can't, uh, you know, they haven't got five days, they have got families, or they can't afford it. You know, yeah. this, this stuff isn't cheap. We're not doing this stuff for nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, you know, to, th- these exclusive packages that we offer, then the, the, there's an exclusive price. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and Unfortunately, that's just how it is. There's five retreat, there's five facilities at the retreat center, which is worth half a billion pounds.
0: have moved to a new retreat. I mean, you? Yeah. you know, we're in this
1: place of yeah. Skipton, you know, things need to be paid for. Do you know what I mean? And but we're, we're, we're there, we're not there to get paid. I'm not there to get paid, you know what I mean? I'm there to fucking hold space, yeah. But firstly, I'm here to hold space for myself because I get to go on retreat. Know what I mean. So I'm retreating three or four times a year, so I get to do the work and immerse myself into the work. But then I also get to hold space and you and I'm explore my unique gifts and talents of yoga and embodiment meditation through the course and laughter and connection and presence. Yeah. You know what I mean. And I bring all them gifts to the table. Um. And it's it. But the the main thing is for me is 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 I'm there to to the best part of the job is is witnessing men. Come home to themselves. To, you know when we the experience we do and, and the, the stuff we lean into is, is, is it's it, it for me. It's the it's the best work I do. I love what I do here in Liverpool. You know, with the meditation and and the, the mentorship programs and and I really show up for people. But the, the deepest work that really touches me on on a such a deeper level is is holding space for men. Yeah. you know what I mean. To because the men are just conditioned. Yeah. And they're so fucking hard. Yeah, they're hard. You know what I mean, and for many years, you know, they, 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 they've been conditioned to be hard. You know what I mean, and not to be soft. Not, I mean, women are naturally more holistic. The more, the more soft. You know what I mean, but you know, these mantras, men don't cry. You know what I mean, or man up, yeah. be pussy, or what's yeah. up with your life? You know what I mean. And there's just this like bravado. Yeah. you know what I mean. There's these masks, and really, like, we're all. We're all just like little boys inside, some of us, and we just want a little hug. And want to be seen and We heard, want to be like seen, on, yeah. we want to be heard, yeah. we want to feel safe, yeah. you know what I mean? And, and and when we can just go to that space within us and release that shame, you know what I mean, then we actually we, we come home to a, a sense of deep compassion and vulnerability. But vulnerability is our greatest strength. You know what I mean, and we feel like that king energy then because there's you feel grounded, yeah. You feel fatherly, you feel mature, you feel ready, you feel steadfast. You want to be in the world. You've got purpose now. You know what I mean. You've you've done some work on yourself. You've released some of your baggage. You know, you, you, there's initiation. You don't you can't come out of that. You come out of that retreat initiated. Yeah, different from what you go into it. You know what I mean, and um, yeah, it's 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 weird that we you know all of us hold dear dearly yeah. close to us and it's and it's, and it's here to stay do you yeah. know what I mean and we're just showing up for it and the retreat gets better every time we do it
0: absolutely mate we're lucky such that uh, there's, su- there's such amazing work going on yeah. aren't we at yeah. the minute mate it's, um, it really is incredible yeah. the work the journey you're, you're on yourself yeah. the, what you're offering memorandum mass mate it's incredible the likes of UJ doing your you don't walk in silence mm-hmm. Um. but is there anything you'd like to finish on mate like what should we look out for Coming up for Martin Bone I think, um, where can people find you and things like that, brother?
1: So, you know, for me, um, I honour anybody who has a willingness to try something new. Yeah. Doesn't have to be Martin Bone meditation. You know what I mean? <laughs> go go and try something new. Yeah. Go and meet some new people. Go and put yourself in a container to to, to feel into some authenticity with others. Um you know, I, I am deeply inspired to share the information that I share around meditation. You know, no doubt. I mean, I could sit here all night sharing the messages I get from people, you know what I mean? And how the practice itself is weaving its way into people's life experiences for the benefits of, of coming together. Um, And I'm deeply proud of what I offer. You know what I mean? And there's, there's almost a... There is a method to it. And, and my flagship course is the level one, you know what I mean? A course for life. And it's uh, it's just jam-packed with, with great content. Yeah. You know what I mean? And almost a... Uh, it's a toolbox. You know, you're just getting a toolkit. But actually, you, you've already got all the tools. I'm just showing you how to use them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just jam-packed with a toolkit. um, And... You know, over the last few years there's 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 just been a, a an opportunity for me to develop these courses where there's a journey for people. Yeah. You know, level one and level two, it's almost like it's 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 just two halves of the same, you know, coin as such, yeah. do you know what I mean? Level one's almost like ten hours, but it's just you, you know, when you're only really getting half. Yeah. And then when you do level two, you're like, ah, okay, there's more and there's, you would go deeper and, and then it sort of solidifies everything that you do. Yeah. I mean, level one's enough, but level one and two sort of come together. Yeah. You know what I mean? But to keep people interested, you can't you can't just to get people on a ten a, a week commitment, you can't do it. So I say it's a five week commitment, so it's done over two days. And then you go away, you, you crack on, then you come back and we'll do level two. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then obviously you know there's they do the course which is people just want to people what I've realised it's not just necessarily about the meditation people just want to be with other people yeah people want to be in a room with like-minded people they yeah, want to share 100%. they want to open up yeah they want a sense of accountability but they just want to be around like good souls you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah so then like that's where the sort of level three came it was like I'll give you the ten week journey an hour a week we come together we meditate we have a discussion on on a certain topic or certain yeah. attitude you know we have a laugh we open up a little bit you know, it's about an hour and a half and then bang you're on your way you know what I mean. And then I think there was just then a natural progression because I do a lot of coaching in Liverpool. Yeah. I, I, I believe in holding space for people where people can share and, peop, and and I believe in that confidentiality. But for me, it's not all about just vocalising shame and being and, and being a counsellor. For me, I honestly feel people need coaching. You know what I mean? People need direction. And through my own direct experience and through the... Through the, you know, the teachers I've been inspired by, you know what I mean, you know, I've got some beautiful teachers, that, you know, one, one especially that I follow is a guy called Dr. John D Martini you know, and, and obviously you've got your Tony Robbins and your Bob Proctors and your Jim Rohns And so I've just sort of drawn upon, you know, all different flavours of all different teachers over a period of time. What do they do? What are, what are the highly functioning individuals doing? What are, what's Roger Federer doing? You know what I mean? You know, what's what's Nadal doing? What's Cristiano Ronaldo doing? You know, what, you know, what are Apple doing? Do you yeah, know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. What, are the, what are the top guys mm. doing? You yeah. know what I mean? And then I, and then I put, I, I, you know, I, I do a lot of one on one coaching, but I love the group dynamic. So we've done a mentorship course, course, and it's a 12-week mentorship programme. And it's just an all-singing, all-dancing, you know, experience. I know yeah. you booked on for it, you I'm know, in September. You know, September, you know and, um, and, and it's a journey, that. You know what I mean? It is a journey you know, you get tasks, you, you know, you get budding up systems and it's saturated with powerful information yeah. and it's based upon the four pillars of existence, being, doing, thinking and feeling. Um, but we really untangle that and it's a boss journey. We, we, we get vulnerable, we get uncomfortable as well. Yeah. Um. And so that was sort of like the, the, the next ticket event for me, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then everyone's, you know, everyone's like, well, what's next? I'm like, oh, I give us a minute. Yeah, what's you know next? What I mean, yeah. I mean I, obviously, you, I'm know, far, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know. i ready for level five, I mean, mean, you know, I've run a few workshops. I've got a silent immersion, which I'm going to start doing again in a beautiful space in Lancaster, you know, just slightly out the city. Yeah. But one day, one night. Yeah. I've done a lot of them in Liverpool, but I haven't done them since, you know, the lockdown. I run a couple. Obviously, run a couple of workshops. One with Mac on especially the breath work yeah. workshop. We're going to be running a new workshop recently. Working how releasing an anger, you know what I mean, and doing some breath work. So like that's something to look out for. And I do a lovely embodiment workshop as well. You know, with with them um, music, candle gaze and meditation, yeah. um, dance, yoga. Yeah, you know all lovely. that kind of stuff. I know you've you've, you've dived into yeah. that. So I, I love doing that as well. And I think maybe. I, I, over a period of time I'll probably set up a little retreat somewhere you know maybe um, you know maybe in this country or possibly abroad you know for a week um, but it's there you know what I mean like it, instead of me going what's next what's next it's just like we'll just focus and do what I do best you know what I mean and so I even me level one which is my first course I love it yeah. I, I, go, I go back to that I love teaching me level yeah. one you know what I mean it's my bread and butter that's where a lot of magic happens and I know if people come in and do level one and we build that container of trust then they'll go on a journey with me Know what I yeah. mean? Because I have got a lot to offer, and I know that if people come and sit in their presence and they listen to what I've got to say, and then they apply these concepts and techniques in the life, <laughs> you can't not grow. No, you can't. I, I guarantee you. I actually guarantee it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's inevitable. You know, so it's um, it it's it's just something that you. Do, but you got to. You, for the hardest part's getting there. Yeah. You got to gone. show up. Just come. Just come.
0: Well, I remember the level one, mate, I, I weren't going to come. Yeah. You know what I mean? I yeah. was last in. Yeah, hardest part this getting I, it. Last in, I had a seat right next yeah, to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember Bag of nerves, mate. Yeah. Um, you know, that was, it took a big step just to take that, take the plunge. Mm. But I, I've never looked back. Yes, probably nice. the best. You know, my life's yeah. grown. I've gone from yeah. strength to strength. Yeah. It's not only helped me, it's helped my family. Yeah. And it's had a ripple effect on the people around me and then yeah. the people around them. Of course. Um, it, it really is incredible work. There's a work.
1: massive ripple effect that, yeah. that weaves. We, we don't even see it. I don't I don't see it. I'm well, Sorry, I do see it. But I, I don't really contemplate it that much. Yeah. I just show up and do my best. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because when I'm done in work, I'll go home and I'll, I'll watch a bit of Netflix and have a beard and relax, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and Or have a bath and, and I'm, I'm not thinking about all oh, the people I'm saving and all the people... Are, you know, like... I, it's like, it's just, I'm just doing me. Yeah. I'm just being myself, you yeah. know what I mean? You know, I, I'm not here wearing, you know, like shining the lights or wearing the big blue pizza badge going, Ray, look at me, look at the boss work I'm doing. It's just like, mate, I'm just showing up. Come and sit with me. Let's get in circle. Let me teach you what I've got to teach you. If you're in sound, if you're not in sound, it's all good. Good luck yeah. to you. You know what I mean? And let, well, let's have a buzz in the process. Yeah. Let's have a laugh. You know what I mean? Let's keep it light. Let's, let's you know, let's, you know, let's let's really like bring that playfulness into it you know yeah. what I mean
0: you are doing some incredible it's work good, mate, mate you know yeah I, mean? I love it you're changing people's lives you yeah. really are you know what I mean I do love you from the bottom of my yeah, heart. thank you, you that. love you too you know, <laughs> you know that i want to get you
1: on jets, mate to tell <laughs> you haven't got me yet you <laughs> not yet choked it out a few times lad. <laughs> 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 big fella as well but I got you lad didn't I <laughs>
0: <laughs> but Oh we're gonna wrap up now then mate. So Jay, have you got anything to add some for Martin or? Oh mate, I'm just in awe Robbie?
2: and sort of some of the things that you've said. Never heard you
0: so quiet, mate. Hello, mate. <laughs> some
2: of the things that you said, and really sort of like cemented and concreted a lot of the things for me that I've yeah. sort of thought about and thought am i am i am i right in saying that and it's
0: concreted a lot of things yeah and put me f- put me straight like yeah you know he what just I mean? drops pennies mate every time he talks yeah, and yeah, like, oh, I'm like, oh, yeah i like that yeah, that's yeah, what on. i was sitting yeah. there
2: like that thinking in my <laughs> head fucking
1: hell i'm right there <laughs> that's what it was like you know i think as well just sort of maybe finishing off this conversation as well is like uh, you know people um when a change occurs for people they can sort of they feel like they've got to maybe be spiritual you know mm. what I mean. So that means so I've got to be spiritual now. So that means I, I, I can't have a drink, or or I can't um I can't eat meat, or uh, you know, or I, or I can't do this 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 and this. Do you know what yeah, I mean? hundred percent. And for me, spirituality is presence. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And and I was then sort of in between two camps for a bit because mm. I was like I felt like I was sort of being all clean, doing yoga, meditation, and like really you know. Leaning into that sort of world, and then next minute, I, I, I wanted to be on the dance floor. your mates having a few ales, you know what I mean? And yeah. I was like, "But the art's just being in your own camp, isn't it? Well, that's it.
0: Yeah.
1: I just, I in the end, I realised that my this do is me? exactly this yeah. is my life, and I'm wherever I am and whoever I'm with, be there, and that presence, that godliness is spiritual. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So whether you're on the yoga mat or whether you're on the dance floor, just be there. Yeah, be there with it. And, and know who know you're there yeah. know your presence and and you know and be of that essence yeah and so you know i've sort of transcended any sort of um like division or camp that i feel like i need to be in and actually i'm truly being myself yeah and i'm got and i'm doing the things also that light me up You know What i mean it is important we do create emotional mm-hmm. satisfaction in our lives I, I i i lean into things experiences people you know and you know that, that actually satisfy me on a daily basis, you know what I mean? You know, going the jits. Yeah. You know, I love eating out, you know what I mean? I'll go for the steam. You know, I will we'll create space. I'll walk my dog. You know what I mean? I'm, simple stuff. Yeah. But everything I'm doing, no, you know, a little coffee eating, I love to do. Yeah, Spending time with my child, hanging about with people I love. It's like... so. Well, it's
2: also trying things that don't, that you, you, you haven't tried before, uncomfortableness. Yeah. To make sure that it doesn't save
1: you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy to dip my toe in. Do you know yeah. what I mean? You know, because sometimes we can get in that comfort zone and go, "This is me," yeah. and then not trying anything else. So I am of of a mind that when I'm going, okay, I'm creating satisfaction in my life. But at the same time, I do. I have got an aspiration to grow. That's part of my values. Some people don't want to look at themselves. Some people haven't got a, a value in self development, mm-hmm. so they won't invest in the meditation course. Yeah. They won't read the, the spiritual book or, or what we perceive to be a spiritual book. Yeah. You know, or, or they won't um, have a. You know, uh, uh, they won't go to the gym every day and, and be disciplined or whatever. Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So, each to their own. Each to their own. and you know what I mean? People will. You know people will naturally feel into their own mini cultures i mean like yeah. the perth football club it's a, it's a cult of course I what it is, yeah. it's a cult but yeah. you know everyone's in some sorts of cult. Yeah. you know what i mean and and people you know the, people go to the match they they have a high value in you know going to footy you know we're supporting their team probably being around like-minded men um you know and, and it's a, it's a great container for men to purge. do you know what i mean Yeah. You no. Know, so so, it's, so if 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 men are leaning into that and they love to do it then they're in flow do it do we yeah that's your life that's what you you know what I mean and, and so it's learning how to accept everybody everyone is, 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 has got a different sets of values different sets of priorities and that, and if we can accept each other in each other's indifferences then that's where we'll come together you know what I mean yeah Yeah. you know because we've all got a different points of view and everyone, you know what I mean and it's like actually okay I, I see your points of view and I, and I might not resonate with it but but accept it because that's who you are that's your level of conditioning and I've got mine you know what I mean and, and you know good for you I live and let live as yeah, such. We'll you know I mean? too, yeah. yeah. Live and let
0: live. Yeah, live and let live. Yeah. You
1: know what I mean? Absolutely, brother. Live your life. Have fun, but but know where you are. You know what I mean?
0: And let's not forget, you haven't mentioned it. <laughs> yeah. The app. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: His
0: voice is on in my house more than any other. Suck <laughs> <laughs> it in, lads. All <laughs> whatever, like, so, you know what I
1: mean. Uh, okay, I spent a few minutes on the app. Obviously, the app was it was um it was it was a uh, it was a project. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I realised that, you know, there was a lot of people coming to the meditation and then they needed a bit of they almost needed like that aftercare. You know what I mean? Or they needed a little bit of support. And so sometimes we do need to be guided with the meditation. Or sometimes we do need to be reminded with the meditation. Yeah. And so I put this app together and I wanted to I wanted it to be everything that I've got. You know, so it's all the tutorials, it's all the mindful techniques, you know, it's um it's just you know, it's all the um the deep relaxation stuff. You know, obviously, I, I I've got my own podcasting station, so different, you know, different conversations with different people, and um and so the app was just an opportunity to 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 weave that my gifts into the world because I know it works. Do yeah. You know what I mean? I really do know it works, and I know a lot of people. I've got a lovely subscription. I love. I know a lot of people take up the, you know the app and they use it on a daily basis. Yeah. And and there's there's just there's just little golden nuggets, especially in that tutorial section. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, I'm there guiding you through a process, and you can have a, you know, you can just feel, even if you just feel relaxed for a couple of minutes, and you just come home to a sense of peacefulness. And you, yeah. and you, but if you drill that in every day, you're relearning and teaching the body how to be what it already is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but then you know there's there's there's, it, there's like loads of tutorials, um, and I called it the Scout Guildy because I wanted to keep it local. You know what I mean? I wasn't. I'm not going to try and, like, you know, compete with you know, uh, all the other mindfulness apps out there because so they're mass, Guru and yeah, and and all that. just all of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And don't you know there's some great meditation yeah. apps out there. I've subscribed to a couple. I'm I'm using one called Waking Up by Sam Harris beautiful meditation teacher some great meditation some great conversations lovely insights so you know i'm learning from the best as I well don't you know listen to yourself <laughs> yeah, yeah occasionally <laughs> i do you know yeah. what i mean i think like i've released a few nice ones recently there's a nice motivation one i really yeah lovely you know, one yeah and, uh, and there's some breath work stuff on there and but i wanted to just keep it local yeah. you know what i mean so i just thought you know what i just call it something punchy something that's actually people go scouse you i've heard of that I'll have a go with that. And then there's probably people who go, Scouse, who do you think he is the wanker? And I'm just like, ah, oh, whatever. I'm cool with it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm cool with it. You know, it, but it was something just catchy at the time. Yeah. And, and it gives something. It gives people to talk about. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, you know, and people have got some good stuff to say about me and some people haven't. And I'm like, all good. You know, yeah. I'm cool with yeah. it. You know? So, yeah, the app's boss. It was a project. It took me about two years to put together. Put my heart and soul into it and um, and, 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 I, and I continue to release you know content each month um, it's just another avenue for, for, for people to learn yeah you know because people can't come to the courses they can't commit to the courses some people can't afford the courses you know what I mean so it was like alright it's on an app it'll cost you a five or a month yeah. you know what I mean so it's you know 150 a week yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean I've got a lot to say so have a go with, have that. A go with that you get 30 mean, yeah. days free yeah. you know what I mean sign up have a go yeah. And then fucking leg it after thirty days if you want, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. not that bothered. <laughs> Get in and have a go. Listen to it, yeah. you know what I mean? There's some gems in there.
0: It is, mate. Um, it is.
1: So yeah, you know, my, my my true intention is to be myself. You know what I mean? Not that and 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 what I'm doing. I'm loving my life. You know what I mean? I'm in a lovely flow. I've got loads of authentic connections and 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 finishing off. I'm a father. You know what I mean? I've got a beautiful daughter. Yeah. And that's that for me. Is is it is the most beautiful, it's the most magical thing on the planet for me to, to for me to father a child. You know what I mean? And yeah. I love me dear, I love me child dearly. She's unconditionally, she's the apple of my eye and, um, yeah, it's almost like, I, you know, wanting to make her proud as such, you know what I yeah. mean? And, and even putting, even putting stuff on the app, it's like, if ever it ever happens to me, well, she could listen to me. You know yeah. What I mean, I'm on the internet. Lovely. I'm there you know what I mean yeah. even the Instagram stuff you know what I mean I'm weaving little bits of magic on Instagram every now and then and it's all recorded you know what I mean so you know it's on there it's on there for good so yeah. crack on you know what I mean Yeah. that's the that's the beauty of Instagram I love Instagram you know what I mean I love seeing other people's lives but I love being inspired by it you know what I mean uh, you know I'm, I'm not one for scrolling all the time but I have a good look and I follow really wonderful accounts you know which which inspire me Um. so you know if you can use these things for the benefits of, of your life then yeah. pass on so I'll get lost in it. Yeah, you know what I mean,
0: amazing, brother, boss. Thank you very much thank for you. coming on. Yeah, on. Thank, thank you, you fellas. Absolute yeah, pleasure lovely.
1: to have you, brother. <laughs> <selling> <laughs> I, I, I don't even know what day it is, <laughs> I forgot what time, isn't it? We just got lost in the time up there. Did we? Nah, Paul. Thank you so much. It was your first yeah. one. You know, great host, Jay. Lovely to meet you, mate. And lovely you to meet. see you again. And then, um, yeah, good luck for the future, yeah. fellas. Thank, thank you, boss. Nice. nice.